Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where I talk movies and comp my voice, Mason. I oh, yes? didn't start well. I thought you started very well. No, no, I didn't. Like, my voice it was a bit craggling, you know? A bit craggling? Yeah. Like the MCU's craggling. No, different. Oh, okay. Uh, but anyway, this is where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. And with me as always is my co-host, Nick Mason. There we go. I feel better. That was great. Yeah. I think you did fine. I think it's because immediately before this, immediately before we hit record, we had a conversation where I, I said that sometimes when I guest on podcasts, I will listen back for yeah. a second, and I feel like I'm too close to the mic, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're always going, <laughs> I am always going, <laughs> and Colin said it's that out yeah, of this because yeah. on the on the on the on my guest appearances, I'm like, I've tricked him again. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I made it on this podcast. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. I got nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, but I tricked him. I tricked him. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's me, Maso. I'm here. Yeah, I was a guest on not one but two podcasts this week. God, you're busy much podcasting, Mason? Very, extremely. Okay. So tired. Yeah, I bet. Go on, though. <laughs> not, don't, do not have the energy for this podcast because <laughs> I did those other two podcasts. But first of all, I was on our pal Sam Peterson's podcast, oh, yeah. Confessions. Mm. He's given it a bit of a rebrand. It's just called Confessions. Love with it, the love podcast it. with Sam Peterson. Uh, I was on with. New friend, haven't um, first time met him. Ruben K. He was a sort of a very, very funny comedian, actor, cabaret performer. My goodness, he does, does it all. A triple threat. Triple threat. Wonderful. And love he had that. a gun. Oh so no! Quadruple, quadruple threat. threat. Yeah, yeah. He was like, be funny. And I'm like, <laughs> wasn't planning on it, but all right. Uh, it was a bit of fun, and we we uh, listened uh, to online confessions, and we gave them. Terrible advice. Nice. Well, that's great. That's what it's, it's all great. about. And it was also on our pals Do Go On's podcast. <gasps> uh, they're doing Blocktober. Oh yeah, which is the biggest and best. Most requested topics, even though it's November. Well, it's it's Blovember. It's yeah. Blocktober yeah. and then Blovember. They've extended. They've got it, yeah. some. They've got. I think it was. I think it was nine topics this year. Uh, and I, I try to make an appearance during Blocktober slash Blovember. So this time we listened to the story. Just did a great report on the story of the Mary Celeste, mm-hmm. the ship that came into shore, and there was nobody on the ship. And what happened to everybody on the ship? Maybe it was a, a ghost, but it wasn't a ghost. Did they check in and around the ship? Were they hanging on to the back? They didn't check in and around the ship. That's what I would have done. Yeah, right. I bet that's you should have been were. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, and we it, solved the mystery. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I don't need to listen to it? No. Okay, great. Because yeah. I solved it just you now. You solved the mystery just wow. now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mason, there's plenty of mysteries afoot this week. And by that, I mean news items before we get to the main topic of the week, which is the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, which in a way is a mystery also. Also, we're doing <laughs> Knives Out, Glass Onion next week, which is also which a is mystery. Which is definitely a mystery. But if you're going to say it, 
it's only in cinemas for a few more days. Yeah. So it's got a one week release, and then it disappears for a month. Yeah. Or whatever. D- depending on where you are in the world, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, you might have a day to, to yeah. see it in cinemas. And I haven't seen it yet, so I got to rush out to cinemas. Right. And somebody gave me some gold class tickets a while back, and I'm what? like, finally, I can use these for something good. Somebody Mason. gave you some gold class. So tickets. I won't say who, Mason, because I don't remember. Huh. Anyways, get a load of this guy. Here's the get news. a load of this guy. Somebody gave you a million dollars worth of tickets. And you're like, I don't <laughs> it was remember. a million dollars. I don't even remember. I don't even remember who gave me those tickets. <laughs> uh, so we've got Bob Iger is back, Mason. Big news. That's, that's a lot I mean, of news guess. item. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, correct. One CEO got changed for another interchangeable CEO. That's right. Who's slightly better in some ways and probably slightly worse in other ways. Sounds about right, Mason. Uh, also, Avatar 2 is coming out soon. We want to talk uh-huh. about the budget of that. Blade has a new director also, and that's pretty much the news of the week. But this first bit of news, it's um, there's a lot of there's a lot of information going on here, Okay, Mason, sure. If you don't mind me saying so. Let's call this the Battle of the Bobs, Mason. Okay, so, sure. So, Bob Chapek. B-O-B? Yes. B-O-T-B? Yes. Okay. Bob Chapek. Because B.O.B. is that out- outcast song. And it's also just Bob. The name Bob. Oh. Yeah. Then it should be B.O.B. <laughs> Move over, outcast. <laughs> you split up 15 years ago anyway. Move over, though. Move over. <laughs> Move. Scooch further back. Yes. So Bob Chapek, who was the he – he's been the Disney CEO for a couple of years. Uh, he was handpicked by – previous Bob, Bob Iger, mm. to replace him because Bob Iger planned to retire after all. Of, he'd pretty much he'd done everything that he wanted he to do. going to have a retiger. That's right. And he said. It's time to retire. Is that what he said? Your yeah. dad, Mason? Because that's the joke. That, that is the joke. joke. That he's your dad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why we got onto that. It's also not a joke. It's real. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I never joke about my family. <laughs> so the idea was that uh, it's, I would say the Disney board in particular were not happy with the I thought you were going to say the Disney boys. Yeah, the Disney, the Disney boys. boys were not that's happy. That's what they call them, yeah. And they said, you're out. You Disney can- is secretly controlled by, like, Pinocchio-esque unruly children. <laughs> sure. It's a bunch of newsies. Some we of, don't like it. Some of them have turned into donkeys and some of them haven't, That's I think, right. Mason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's also people haven't been happy, like, fans about how he's been running certain things. And I know mm. there's been – it feels like they're nickel and diming people for the park stuff. And yes. sometimes you'll buy tickets and passes that they don't they – don't, you can't use work. them. Like, yeah. It's like, you know, you missed out, well, but we, we have your yeah, money. We, we don't know because we're, you know, we are many continents away. Yeah. But apparently I, I read recently that Chapek is using Disney, the Disney parks to fund the streaming. Yeah, okay. Which initially sounds insane, but then you go, okay, well, there are people who go, thousands of people go to these parks every day, tens of thousands, hundreds, I don't know. Millions. Mil- millions or billions <laughs> of people go to yep. these parks every day. And, you know, decades ago, the Disney parks apparently where, you know, you, you bought a ticket and you went in and you could just do anything you wanted in yep. any given day. But now it's like everything everything costs money in there. Every... And then you've got to pay to move faster, but yeah. maybe you can pay, pay to go even faster. People who haven't already seen it, and it's got a trillion, million, maybe a billion views, mm. the Defunct Land YouTube uh, Yeah, I channel. still haven't watched it. It's in my thing because yeah. it's like four hours long. It has, a, has yes. a video on, on FastPass and how they, they built a system where you could pay extra to j- jump lines, but then – Everybody started using that, so there's another system built on yes. top of that and et cetera, and there's you know various apps that sometimes work and don't work. It is and, you, and you're like in an online queue to line up for certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And look, I plan to go in a few years, um, and I don't know whether I'll do like this. And, and there's things like the Star Wars Hotel, which is like, why is this so expensive and doesn't look that good as mm, well? Yeah. Like it looks kind of cheap. And I and to go, like for me, it would be like, well, if I'm flying across the world with my son – or maybe all my family, depending <laughs> okay. who's going. Maybe we'll draw straws. Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't want to – I'd have to pay 
an enormous amount of money just to ensure that I could go because I'm not going there to not go. Yeah, I'm not, like, I, which is like insane to me that you'd have the, to the do that. The idea that you could spend ten thousand dollars, yeah, and potentially go over there and show up at eight a.m. or whenever the park opens and not get a chance to do anything, yeah, and then you have to come home again <laughs> is astounding. Yeah, like, that's. And in terms of like, and I know there are ways around it, like you mentioned, but it's just paying more money essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it seems really complicated. What what would be worse, in your opinion? Oh, nuclear holocaust, definitely, Mason. All right, that would probably be the worst thing. Yeah, but, I reckon okay. maybe racism. That would be bad. I don't like that either. Oh, okay, but, but if you had to pick between one of those two, <laughs> which would you rather have, racism <laughs> or nuclear apocalypse? I didn't give you – you've given me your own options here, James. You've, you've made your bed, you've got to live in it. Mason, I'm, I'm going to say I don't like both. Huh. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm going to say. Wow, the coward's way up. But <laughs> speaking of, what would you rather have? You fly over to America with one or both of your children yeah. and you don't know the deal with Disney and you just show up expecting it to be a good day and it's a disaster or you do a bunch of research on the internet, which people can do now, and you know it's going to be a disaster – and you, yeah, I want to know what I'm walking yeah, into. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so I could word my kids up to be like, just bear in mind, um, whoever's running this, people don't like. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't know what's going to happen. Because you'd also have to go. And th- I'm also not like rich enough to be like a, get a private Kardashian yes, exactly. tour where you, right. you go behind the scenes and they take Are you it all not the as rides. Rich as the I'm not as rich as the Kardashian wow. Mason. Not right. yet. Mm. Not unless everybody signs up to BigSandwich.co right. for 40 years. It's each. true. So, yeah. but it, it it's it's the worst advertising campaign in the world in the sense that you everybody has access to all this data and everybody knows yep. that this is going to happen and plenty of I'm sure there are pe- plenty of people around the world who are just like I'm, I'd rather not I'd rather not thank you yeah, and, and there's options you go to Universal you go to Hollywood on the Gold Coast you That's go true. to Warner Brothers Movie World in exactly. Queensland yeah 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 you go to Wobby's World you go to Wobby's World which isn't there anymore yeah. I think maybe you go to Pombo Mart you go to <laughs> A reference that yeah. nobody gets, but I still like. You go to Pipe Works. You go to Pipe. Another reference. You go to Science Works. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, Science, Works Science Works is genuinely is good. Melbourne yeah. Museum also yeah. absolute cracker. You go to that bit that's sort of near the airport where you can watch the planes land and take off. No, I don't want that. Huh? No. You get a maybe. There's an ice cream van there, though. Get ice cream here. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, where was I going with this? Who knows? It's it's the worst. I think habit. you were thinking of another obscure thing. I absolutely was. <laughs> Franklin's supermarkets. <laughs> okay. Not around anymore. <laughs> they got yeah. Because yeah. I don't have kids, but you have kids. But imagine yeah. telling, imagine if you were like, listen, my child, yeah. what what looks like your favourite, what looks like is going to be your favourite thing in the park, we will try to get to that. Yeah, exactly. And then there's still no guarantees. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Yeah. So there you go. That's but fun. People should watch that. People should also watch this. Speaking of Defunctland, Defunctland did a video this week on the Disney Channel like musical sting. And like a like oh, an, and the in, four notes that yeah, where it this, came this from. Yeah, isn't that super long as well? Yeah, but, this yeah. investigative report on like who created this song ultimately. And there's a second video that also came out this week. It's an H Bomber guy video mm. about. I've got so many videos that I right? haven't watched. There's a there's them. a there's a there's a sound apparently in Roblox, like an oof noise. Yeah, oh, yeah and it's know, a yeah. it's a it's a deep dive into the creation of that sound, and it goes places you wouldn't expect. Oh. It's uh, it's crazy. It's good. Yeah. Okay. You'll be like, what? How does this keep happening, you'll say to yourself? That's what I'll keep saying? Yeah. Right. All right. I'll check yeah. it out. Great. Anyways, so uh, apparently on his way out, Bob Chapek is going to get, uh, first of all, he'll sign a thing which will say, hey, shut up. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that he'll get- <laughs> hey, shut up form. Yeah. He'll also get $22 million. 
So apparently, as mentioned, people don't like his handling of the parks, the mm. streaming services, the movies and what's kind of promoted, which I'm going to talk about yeah. all this more in detail. Animation he doesn't like. Doesn't like animation, it's, which I'll talk about. Cartoons yep. are just for kids in yep. his opinion. Also, different deals that he's kind of done with stars. Now like, that I'm the head of Disney, I don't think we should do any of this animation <laughs> stuff. I don't think it's for anyone, really. Uh, but you see that in the marketing, we'll talk about it. And do you remember things like Scarlett Johansson got screwed on that deal for Black Widow because they put it to streaming? Yeah, right. And he just kind of like tried to just do it. And then mm. that, it cost him a lot of money because, you know, she took him to court or what was going to take him to court and there was a settlement and whatever. Mm. So there's a lot of things that have been happening that people are like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Anyways, one of the things is from, uh, this is from the Wall Street Journal where apparently he's been hiding the Disney Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> so this is from the Wall Street Journal. Journal and honey, and, yeah, and yeah. Dis- it's about Proper Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. <laughs> so... I do just as many of these as you do, but for whatever reason, you let them slide and I don't. Well, some, it depends on the week, I guess. It depends, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So originals like... Disney Plus is very funny, though. I don't know why. (laughs) Great. Originals like the Mysterious Benedict Society and Mm -hmm. the new Doogie MD show or whatever. Oh, yes. They were aired first on other networks such as the Disney Channel, so the production and marketing budget wouldn't be counted against Disney Plus. And it seems like he's just been going all in on Disney Plus for everything, as you mentioned, using the money from the parks potentially to fund it as well. Uh And it's probably running at a loss because they can afford to at this point to a certain extent. The other thing that you mentioned, he said that adults don't watch Disney animated efforts, which is just not true. And it's mm. like for me. So how would you know? Yeah. Well, that yeah, they'd have the data on it, I assume, and it would probably say the opposite of that. But mm. I think there is, a, there is a Disney animation problem. And for Strange World, for example, just came out, and I think it made like $19 million in, its first, in its first weekend. But a lot of people are like, I didn't know that was out mm-hmm. and whatever. And I've seen it. Uh-huh. But the only reason I've seen it is because I got an email that said, hey, do you want to see this? And here's an extra ticket. And I took my son. Yeah. That's the only reason I know that that came out. So if we get everybody on the, <laughs> on the media list industry list. For, for a free ticket of the popcorn. Ticket, yeah. yeah. Then it'll still make $19 million, but more people will see it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So, and they, so the marketing is terrible. And mm. I think also they need to, like, what's. What distinguishes a, a Disney movie? What makes it special from what they're doing at, like, the mm. new Spider-Verse movie? Yeah, I know yeah. that's coming, and it looks like it's something exciting and new and fresh in the animation style. Even the new Puss in Boots movie, which is apparently amazing, mm-hmm. the, like, it looks different than all the old ones. Like, what are you specifically doing to highlight what's unique about and this? DreamWorks, of course, has the signature DreamWorks face. Mm. <laughs> What does Disney have? Do they have a Disney face? We can quickly talk about that new DreamWorks um, intro. Yeah, sure. You see people getting very upset about it, mm-hmm. where it shows all the different DreamWorks movies. Where was Shark Tale, Mason? Great question. Yeah. I don't care, honestly. <laughs> right. I know uh-huh. it's kind of like tacky to be like, here's Kung Fu Panda and Shrek's waving and Right. Whatever, well, apparently but... they're swappable. They're, all these characters are hot swappable. Of course they are. <laughs> so if, you, if they're doing a movie, if, if, it's, if this intro is in front of a movie that doesn't, you know, play well with the boss baby. They'll cut the boss baby yeah. out. Or maybe they'll leave the boss baby in to be like, well, you're watching this. You're watching Shark Tale 5, but just know there's a whole world of boss baby out there for you. I, my son's been watching a bit of the boss baby. The TV series. Uh, it's that and the movie. And I caught like 10 minutes of it, but not in a row. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Well, maybe you should have watched that 10 minutes <laughs> in a don't. row. It's like there's a secret baby organization that, but also, he's a real baby sometimes. Isn't he a man that was turned into a baby? I don't know, Mason. Okay. And sometimes he's Alec Baldwin. Uh-huh. But then sometimes he'll snap out of it and he's a regular baby. So then I'm like, so. Or maybe is, he'll snap into it. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, so when Alec Baldwin becomes the boss baby permanently, mm-hmm. does he override the personality of an actual baby? Anyway, I should watch it because I don't know what was you happening should watch at it. all. That's how they get you. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, look at like Pixar, for example. Like, it used to be a thing where people were like, let's see the new Pixar and whatever. Mm. And I think they'll run a good thing with like Tangled, Frozen, Moana. These are movies that people saw and knew about and they had like stars that people recognize. That's what you want. You want, people, music people you want like, things that people see and they know. know about. They go, we know this. And Strange World, I imagine. What's, what is it? Like, what is it? What do you think it is? It's a vague. It is. It's a vague. Is it like Lost in Space? No. Huh. Sort of. Okay. Uh, but also, I think a lot of people might even look at the bus ad or whatever that has Strange World on it or the billboard or something and go, that'll be on Disney Plus soon, I guess. That's a Disney Exactly. Plus. Is it a Disney exactly. Plus show? I don't know, I guess. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. And like it's more, it's got, it's a bit of, it's a bit inner space. It's a bit like journey to the center of the earth. It's, it's like, and I've seen it as mentioned, and it's fine. Like it's all right. And I know a lot of people will probably like it tanked because it's woke or whatever. I'm sure. No, I mean, I'm sure there is a, there is, there is like a sliver of people who won't see it because there's two boys who like each other. It, it's, it's barely anything. Yeah, right. But um, nobody knows what it is, and that's a, that's a massive problem. Or if you do know and you're just like, I'll see it in a month, who cares? Yeah. I don't need to see this. Why would I need to see this in cinemas? Yeah. Right now I'm busy in a line at Disney World yeah. trying to get in. <laughs> I've spent a week here trying yeah. to get my son into this. This. Uh, I'm pretty confident I'm just going in a circle. <laughs> right. I'm going to mark the floor to see if I can. Hey, wait, they're this. putting a sign up that says go in a circle land. <laughs> I'm being charged $40 for this. <sighs> The other thing is this was uh, – I saw this via Comic Book Resources. Uh, there was a November Q4 earnings call where Bob Chapek reportedly tried to paint an encouraging picture of Disney's finances, relaying that the company made a record $28 billion in profit despite the fact that they weren't profitable. So when the numbers did come out, then the <laughs> – So he lied. Drive, but he lied. Then the share – I'm sure there was some clever accounting. Mm. Or he just lied. <laughs> so when, then the, the stock prices dropped when it came out. You yeah. put a little dot in between. That's two point eight billion dollars, and you put it. You've taken the dot out. The other thing is, in terms of the things of, that Bob Iger did, mm-hmm. he rescued Disney in so many ways. And there's the bunch of stuff that I don't agree that he did. But in terms of like being a CEO, he's clearly one of the best. Right. Like he got he, he for, for not not for consumers, but for no. I, I, I wouldn't even oh, say wait, for, wait, Iger. You're I would say Iger. both. Okay, yeah, right. Iger. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Your dad. You know him. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. Him. yeah. It's not a joke. It's real. real Yeah. But um, like there was this whole Pixar deal where they had a few, you know, they were contracted to a few movies under Disney Uh and then they were free to do their own thing. Uh And and then the the contract kind of extended and whatever. And then he just came in and went, we're just buying it. Yeah, right. And now they're locked in. He bought Marvel, which Mm. is just the biggest franchise in the world. Also because of Disney. As well. That's like true. They, they'd only got a few movies in, mm-hmm. and I think they still would have done very well like independently, but yeah. you can't argue that Disney like haven't well, assisted true. in that. Mm-hmm. He bought Star he bought Lucasfilm, uh-huh. which is Star, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Willow, probably Howard the Drake. Probably Kathleen Kennedy tried to stop him or, or, I do uh, want to talk or about help that him as well. to acquire Star Wars, whichever one would make you the most mad. Yes. Uh, 20th Century Fox also, and we're kind of seeing that kind of unfold at the moment. And apparently he said in a statement that he wants to put decisions back in the hands of creatives, which I know sounds like a, a vague kind of it like does, whatever. It, yeah. But I think it's true because mm. I think he'd let people make the things that they want to make. He let Kevin Feige just run Marvel. He let Kathleen Kennedy, even though some people don't like <laughs> it, they, he let her yeah. run Star Wars, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things. Yeah, right. So this is also via the John Campier show on YouTube, Mason. Okay. 
said other people have heard this as well, that the lack of movies coming out of Star Wars was actually a Chapek directive. So Chapek directed that there weren't going to be any movies coming out right now. I said the same thing twice there, but that is the quote. You rephrased it though, and I think that's I didn't. Ref- I mean, I didn't. I was just reading what was well, said. You read, somebody <laughs> rephrased it and you took advantage of that. You <laughs> took did. that to the limit, which I respect. Yeah, so, you know, I that's there hasn't been Star Wars movies in three years and there doesn't seem to be one anywhere at the moment. That's true. It's all streaming. Mm. But he also but said... But and or heck of a show. I know? agree. Mm-hmm. He also said that apparently the return of Solidify. You could you could say that to him Yeah, in the dinner table. That's true. Hey, look, it's Bog Iger. <laughs> Have a seat, Bog. That's you right. could say that to him, basically. Let's watch some Disney Plus, Bog. <laughs> <laughs> Because Kathleen Kennedy and, and Bob Iger are close, that that secures her position because she's like an ally of him right, and vice versa. Okay. Well, it's all office politics. But the other thing is apparently, and I don't know whether this is true, Kathleen Kennedy is, I think she's contracted until 2025. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing John Campier said, that that would probably be it for her. She'd probably step away. But it's also possible, obviously, b- between now and then. Mm-hmm. And then everybody would be right that Kathleen yeah. Kennedy did leave. Yeah. I mean, but I wouldn't be surprised if she left either, either because it's been it's been ten years it now. It's been ten years, yeah. So, like, at any point that she leaves, it's... she's probably earning fifty thousand dollars a year. Oh, at so least. So why do you retire now? Come on. Yeah, that's it. Well, you got all the money you'd ever need. <laughs> so I think, yeah, she's probably going to step aside in the next mm. few years, and yeah. I think people will claim it as a victory. But I just think it just ran its course, honestly. Yeah. You know. Mm. Yeah. Also, you'll love this, Mason. Oh. Uh, so this is all part of this, but um. This is in one company buys another company news. Love it. This is via the rap. So in spite of, in, in, We need a better name for that. I said in spider, but go on. One company Inspired buys... Inspired man. <laughs> I like it. One company buys another company news. I think that's... Perfect. Okay, that is pretty good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so insider speculation is that all this is being done. Mm-hmm. Bob Iger... Bob Iger... I think they should call, it, we should call it mergers and whackquisitions. <laughs> <laughs> on account of some of these mergers are quite whack. I think it's cool when one company buys another company. Oh, fine, well. So I, I will not, I, okay. I, I could not support you on this, Mason. Okay. I can't veto it, but I will not support that's, you. That's all right. So that the idea is to get the company looking and performing well again so they can sell Disney to Apple. Who's, wait, wait. Say, say the whole thing again. <laughs> they'll get the company running. Which company? I forgot. Disney. Okay. Get it all running. And then just Which company? Disney. Yes. And then sell Disney, all of it, oh, to, to Apple. Apple. Does Apple want Disney? Maybe, yeah. So Disney including everything. So including yes, Star Wars right. and Marvel <laughs> and, and all the things we've just said. And Willow. And all the parks. And, yep, everything. Wow, literally wow. everything. Well, Apple is a bigger company than Disney but like quite a lot. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's maybe what's happening. Uh, the, the quote here from an insider. Who is it? I don't know. Is it mm. me? Maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> it's not me. This is the pinnacle deal for the ultimate deal maker. I think he'd welcome it. He'd be the last CEO of Disney, which is true. He'd, uh, oh, you think that would be his? I don't know. He'd be like, this is okay, this is my legacy. I sold this thing to another thing. I can't wait, Mason, until there's no more cafes. There's no more places where you might go to a movie. There's no more places where you might get your dog washed. Mm. That's all one grey building that you visit. That's true. It's just one company. Do you visit it or do you live in it? <laughs> you might live You might live in it. You live there and you work there. You live there and you work there and you get paid in um in Apple Script. Yep. And that's that's used to pay there's a Walmart in there. They also do they own Walmart? Probably. Yeah. Maybe Walmart buys Apple. Yeah, okay. Because that would be a good product to be in a Walmart, all your Apple products. I agree. Your Iron Man branded IMAX or whatever, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That'd be mm. good stuff. 
I agree. So that's where we're heading. One big company. Can't yeah. wait to see which one it is. That's right. <laughs> it's going to be really exciting. <laughs> so there you go. That's what's going on with uh, Disney at the moment. Wow. Big breaking news, Mason. Here's some unsubstantiated, but here, I've got two bits of news, James. Wow. I, I don't know if you're you're uh, you're ready for this, but here's one <laughs> piece of myself. here's one piece of unsubstantiated news. The villain of the Thunderbolts movie will either be Hyperion or the Sentry. So it's Superman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Depending on the rumor you've heard, this yeah. is from Daniel RPK. I don't know if that's, that's yeah, a, no, no, yeah, reliable. We're about uh, He's pretty solid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the 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 Thunderbolts movie, which we've established, is is going to be uh, a bunch of brawlers. Yeah. And ghosts. Yeah. Uh, They're doing the Suicide Squad takes down Superman. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's either going to be the Sentry, who is a a Marvel Comics character, who was sort of he was created sort of relatively mo- in in the relative modern day, but the 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 Imagine backstory is that he ex- he's always existed or he's ex- existed since, you know, the dawn of the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man and the Hulk and all those right. characters, but everybody forgot who he was. Why? For, for plot reasons, James. Okay. There was a big machine. Because he said, don't look at me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll hit you. <laughs> Nobody look at me, I'll hit you. <laughs> so there's that. A character that has... It's very unusual to have like uh, like a very very super powered Superman type yeah. character. Well, they they exist. To just, yeah. just to be like, there's a Superman in Marvel. Yeah. Because in DC... There's like 15 people who are as strong as Superman at exactly, the very yeah. least. That's true, yeah. But, yeah, like Sentry is of that sort of power level of throw somebody into space yeah. kind of kind of power level. He's that kind of Superman level. Um, he's a character who's not really been he, – he first uh, came into being as sort of a, in a sort of a limited series mm. – and I and his his sort of his backstory's been sort of altered over the years and he's been on various teams, but I'm not sure if they've ever really yeah. found a good way to use this character. So maybe they'll just, just be like him a villain. he's more of a Superman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, or the other alternative is Hyperion, who yeah. again is another he's a he's he's from the Squadron Supreme, which he's is Superman a, as well, isn't he? He's also Superman, exactly, <laughs> yeah. So the squadron and some, which one's the sometimes a villain? Or are they both sometimes a villain? They're both sometimes a villain. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh well so the sentry was on the Dark Avengers when when all the real Avengers went on the run. The Avengers. The Avengers, that's right. <laughs> no. Um he was just on there as a as a I said, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do I'll do this. Because yeah. he is without getting too much, he's he's some would say he's almost as much of a villain as he is a hero in a lot of ways. Okay. Mm. But um Hyperion is is from the Squadron Supreme, which is Marvel's sort of parody of the Justice League. Right. Yeah, so yeah. imagine if they did a Imagine if Marvel did a Superman character better than Superman before yeah. DC managed it okay. in the modern <laughs> yeah, era. Well, yeah, be, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think now with James Gunn, you know, in charge of things, I think that could very well, yeah. you know, change. I think I think DC could be very interesting. I mean, like, wow, look at this amazing take <laughs> I'm going to make. But just the, the fact that they've got somebody like that making decisions. Yeah. It's not like a bulletproof, yeah. you know, like it could, it could, who knows, it could be terrible, but – It'd be nice to get some really solid, like a bunch of really good DC stuff yeah. in a row. So and Marvel also has to improve. It's good when other companies do well. Yeah, I, yeah. I want it's that good when Disney is going to be purchased by Apple. Well, that was other people said that Disney could buy Warner Brothers, and oh yeah, who knows? I don't want that though either. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. because then they're all they'll all be in the same universe, yeah, and they'll, yeah, 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 they'll yeah. make them kiss. And I'm that I guess that I like, but I don't know. <laughs> other than that, yeah. Anyway, um, sorry, you were you were saying. I was going to say, I th- I think. How do you feel about that as as the Suicide Squad versus the Marvel version of the Suicide Squad versus Superman? Yeah, I like that. I think it's fun. Yeah, too, right. I think, you know, obviously, we've since this announcement or this this rumor was was floated. A lot of people have been like, "Oh, what are they going to fight? 
Oh, this is this is going to be a short fight. He's going to bloody kill them all, you know, whatever. Yeah, but the but point it, is you write it so that doesn't happen. You write it so it doesn't happen, <laughs> see? That's what I would do. little know. advice for aspiring uh, filmmakers yeah, yeah. out there. If they're like, well, this would be a very short interaction, yeah. wouldn't it? Or this movie doesn't sound very long. Pipe down, Favreau. Yeah. Do the thing put that some, we said. Uh, put some dialogue in it. Yeah, yeah, Maybe they, they visit a restaurant together and they're like, this team isn't working out or whatever, yeah, yeah, but then yeah. they have to work then together. they have to work together, yeah. Yeah, sure. maybe they've got a ray that they could use that could shut him down for a bit. Yes. You know, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Or they could be like, remember who you are, you know? And he, and he does. And then they hit him with a crowbar. <laughs> Clang, you know, right yeah. in the back of the head. That's really Yeah. <laughs> I'm human again, but for the first time, where's my wife? I miss my wife. Clang, yeah. dead. <laughs> and they hit him with a garbage truck. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good stuff, yeah, Mason. Yeah. What's your second bit well, of news? My second bit of news, and it's it's nearly a week old, this this bit of news, sure, but yeah. I think it's worth talking about. Quentin Tarantino, I, look, I've written here in my notes, uh, Quentin Tarantino says some Quentin Tarantino stuff. Because he's selling a book. Yeah, because he's selling a book. He's got his book about movie making or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, Quentin Tarantino believes the Marvelization of Hollywood killed the you movie You said Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's how you do it, James. You have a bit of confidence in yourself and you just go, nah. Tarantino went to... Went on Tom Segura's podcast, yeah, yeah, Two I Bears, to One Cave. The whole thing, yeah. Uh, and Tarantino mourned the idea that there are no real movie stars thanks to the marvelization of Hollywood. So the quote is, part of the marvelization of Hollywood is, I'm not going to do the voice, but I could. Okay. You have all that. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you have all these actors who have become famous playing these characters, but they're not movie stars, right? Tarantino asks. Captain America is the star. Or Thor is the star. I mean, I'm not the first person to say that. I think that's been said a zillion times. Anthony Mackie said it a few years ago. He did. He said um, when he was doing Marvel movies. Yeah, he by said the way, you yeah. do you you are making movies now for 16 year old boys in China. That's what he said <laughs> specifically. But um, I, how do you feel about this statement? Before we get into the the, the backlash from sure, it, yeah, I feel like he's he is sort of right and he's sort of wrong. There's, there's absolutely an element of truth to that where yeah. IP is the star of something. Yeah. But also, and speaking of Anthony Mackie, I'm excited to see Anthony Mackie as Sam Wilson Captain America in the next Captain America. Yeah. But. You don't want to see that one where he's a robot and it's a Netflix movie or whatever? He's a robot soldier? Maybe I already did say that. Maybe you did. There's a bit where he's got transparent skin and the guy's like, you're a robot. And he's like, oh, I'm a robot. I I didn't say that. I also didn't say that. But if Marvel said, hey, we're bringing back Steve Rogers Captain America and it's not going to be Chris Evans, it's going to be somebody else. I'd be like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I guess so, you. So, you know. Yes, so it's a combination. Yeah, so you, Captain yeah. America is the iconic character, but I think Chris Evans, at least for the, you know, the now and the foreseeable future, knocked that character out of the park yeah. so well that I think I would not be that interested in seeing another Captain America movie without him no, in it. No, and I think they know yeah. that also. I think in the if, if Chris Evans was a an action star in the 80s, yeah. I think he probably would be. You know, yeah, on, and on I, that think, level. I think there are exceptions to this rule. Mm. Maybe not one of the people who spoke out, which we will talk to. Sure, sure. But like Chris Evans, I think, yeah. is a movie star outside of Captain yeah. America. I think Chris Hemsworth, even though his movies aren't don't do incredibly well necessarily outside of Marvel, mm-hmm. I think he is a movie star. Right, like yeah, Brie yeah. Larson like, is a movie star. But I also... And I feel like there's actors in the MCU which were stars, which then they brought in. Like Harrison Ford, for sure, example, sure. with for, for joining, but I think there's also people that are in the MCU, and it's just like this is for now at least who this is who they are. Yeah, right. But and I also I think it's 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 less to do with the marvelization. I mean, it is partly. And to do when that. he says marvel, he means like 
It doesn't mean specifically, well, yeah. yes, specifically Marvel, but also just the idea of this kind the of franchise. Yeah, like your Star Wars is in DC. Yeah, or whatever. but yeah. like I feel also it's part of it's the idea behind the the reason Chris Evans would have been a huge star in the eighties is because your options were go see him at the movies or watch him on TV when when the movie went to TV. Yeah. But now there are so many options. I'm. You know, a Schwarzenegger or a Stallone or something like that back in the 80s, you would see everything they did yeah. because it was just at the movies. Yeah. Whereas I'm not following everything Chris Evans does because some of it is at the movies and some of it is... Defending Jacob. Defending Jacob, which I have would have to buy another streaming service. It's good. Yeah, I know, but I'm not... I'm just not... wait till Disney and Apple merge and yeah, then you'll have it. No, they'll have it. That's yeah. true. Well, I might have it. Probably have to purchase as an additional package. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, I got that email this week from Disney Plus. They're like, "We're doubling the prices, basically." And you're right. an idiot. <laughs> you're, I'm an idiot. You specifically. <laughs> so rude. But yeah, yeah. what are you going to do? What I well, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I did. I'm. I think it. It's a the marvelization is true, but it's also there are so many more options now, and you can't. You just can't get to everything. You know. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. But there was backlash. I was trying to bring it up, but I think you have it there. I'll find it. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a little bit of backlash. Mm. And look, let me preface this by saying that it's probably we, – we, we think it's all like um, Sunshine and Roses being a Marvel star. But I, I – no, I think it would be – a lot of that would be awful, to be I honest. will see. That's the thing. Like if you're a Marvel star – you are under the pump all the time. Yeah. Like you've always got to be fit, like super fit, yep. just in case they need you for a, a cameo. Or if somebody just takes a photo of you at the beach. Well, exactly. Yeah. They, because they'll get yeah, the photo yeah. of you where you're ripped in the movie and That's you're dehydrated right. and they'll be yeah, like, yeah. now you're fat. And exactly. that'll be the headline. Right. This, this guy's fat yeah. now. Chris Fatsworth, <laughs> they'd say. Fats Fatsworth. Fats Fatsworth. Fats Fatsworth. <laughs> You know, yeah. Fat Chris Evans, they'd say. Yeah. It's et cetera. Yeah. You're probably constantly like going in and do, doing meetings with Marvel where yeah. they're like, oh, what, what, what's the next step for this character? Blah, 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 kind of thing. You're doing charity stuff. You're visiting sick kids in hospital. You're yep. doing all, what a bloody chore. You know what I mean? Yeah. All that sort of stuff. And you're also always on in the sense that like, even when you're doing, even like if you're if you're doing interviews for a new project that has nothing to do with Marvel, people will be asking you Marvel 100%. questions. 100%. And every day. Even if just, you've quit. Yes. And every day you'd just be living your life and a little kid would come up to you and be like, excuse me, would you win in a fight? Are you Fats Fatsworth? Are you Fats Fatsworth? And would you win in a fight against Black Widow? And you'd have to be like, oh, uh, what does this kid want? I'd kill Black Widow. That's right. I'd snap her neck. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're I'd right. Push her off that cliff. Yeah, I, but I think they're they're being pretty clever in their casting. It was where, mm. uh, as of yet, um, yeah. there's probably an exception I'm not thinking of. There's nobody who's done something really outrageous as a Marvel star yet. Right, I just want sure. to preface that by saying because someone will come back in a few years, whether something will happen. <laughs> but but I feel like with DC, there's been a number of actors where you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, Simu Liu, yeah, uh, of the movie Shang Chi, yes. The title role. He, he is, in fact, It was a good one. It was a good one. It was yeah. good, good fun. Mm. I still think it peaked at the bus fight. but you know, Yeah, cool. there, there was a bit at the end when they fought in a big grey pit and I didn't really <laughs> like true, that yes. too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he, he tweeted, if the only gatekeepers to movie stardom came from Tarantino and Scorsese, I would never have had the opportunity to lead a $400 million plus movie. I'm in awe of their filmmaking genius. They are transcendent auteurs, but they don't get to point their nose at me or anyone. I don't know what that means. Uh, second tweet, no movie studio is or ever will be perfect, but I'm proud to work with one that has made sustained efforts to improve diversity on screen by creating heroes that empower and inspire people of all communities everywhere. I love the Golden Age too, but it was white as hell. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. not incorrect. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it was a shot at him in particular. You know, and I think also like, 
and has and for now, yeah, I would say that he's not. This this sounds like an insult, and I guess it is, but he's not go. like a movie star, right? Yeah, like he's that's what he's known for for yeah. now, right, right. And I don't think it was a shot at him in particular either. To no, be like you're not a real movie star, yeah. But I think they're a level like he's not Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, and I well, what I think is interesting about this particular statement is because Scorsese and Tarantino are maybe the two worst people to, like, level this accusation yeah. at. Like, whatever you think. Like, okay, Scorsese's just a nice little old man, as far yeah. as I can tell. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Tarantino uh, has had his problems. He Absolutely. Sa- he said the the N-word too many times on screen than a, than a white man should, which is zero times. You should, <laughs> should say it zero times. And maybe he tried to get Uma Thurman killed that time. Maybe, maybe he did. Maybe he did that. But a lot of people don't know this about Tarantino, but he loves movies. But also another, a second thing that it, maybe fewer people know about Tarantino. Is that he hates movies. He hates movies secretly. <laughs> in the 90s he saw a bunch of Hong Kong movies, like contemporary movies, yeah. that he loved so much that he went to Miramax, which is his distributor at the time, and he set up a separate company called Rolling Thunder Films, yeah. which was exclusively for finding Hong Kong movies and like Asian cinema and getting it a wider distribution in North America. Mm. And one of the movies that he saw, which he loved so much that apparently he was cried. Was Shang-Chi. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, it was um, it was a movie called Chungking Express, mm. and one of the stars of that movie is Tony Leung, who is in yes. Shang-Chi. He's, he's, yeah. he's uh, the Mandarin in Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, so that's a – I don't – look, there's no guarantee that if Tarantino didn't do that, that Tony Leung wouldn't have been in this anyway. Oh, of course, yeah. But, you know – Certainly would have helped. You, it's interesting that he's in the middle of that Venn diagram. I think also, and again, like you mentioned, that of course, Ted Tarantino has had his problems because he tried to kill Uma Thurman that allegedly, time and, allegedly, and all these other things. But if you look at like a lot of the casting, like he put Pam Greer in the like lead of a, a movie, yeah, like yeah. The, straight after Pulp Fiction, because you know? he because he thought she had like a raw deal in in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Just did those black so, like, movies. Yeah. I think you know he's he's. I think they've both done like I I can't remember the name of the movie, but didn't Scorsese unearth some? Some bizarre, like, thought, log god foreign film. Oh, he's done that. Yeah, I mean, he has yeah. the World Cinema Project, mm. which has sort of restored foreign films and tries to get them out to a wider audience. But in the 90s also, he had a movie called Kundun, yeah. which was – it's a it's about uh, the Dalai Lama in, like, the, the one from, like, the, the, the 50s, like the 30s, 50s era. Yeah. And it's about Tibet, and it has an all-Tibetan cast, and he made it for Disney – but then who was the CEO oh, of Disney in the Eisner. 90s? Michael Eisner. Yeah. Michael Eisner didn't like the movie and he wanted to open up a Disneyland in China. <laughs> so he sent Henry Kissinger in to talk to China, like the Henry Kissinger, yeah. former Secretary of State, still alive somehow. He dropped his glasses in the toilet He dropped his time. glasses in the toilet that time. <laughs> and Look it up. So, so he, went to, he sent him in to negotiate with China and China were basically like, we don't like this yeah. because it, it shows like – Chinese atrocities towards Tibetans. And so Kissinger was came back and was like, you should bury this. Yeah. And so they just they just didn't advertise it and mm. what have you and it and it just sank. Yeah. Um you can watch it, you can't watch it on Disney Plus. What no way, That's, really? Yeah, you can't watch it on Disney Plus. You can watch it on Foxtel in Australia. It's on Foxtel now. Well, I will download the Foxtel okay, app. I've seen that oddly. I saw it the years Foxtel ago. App. No, no, I've never seen that. <laughs> what but I've seen say it? it must have been on the telly. You didn't think of seven years in Tibet with Brad Lippert? No, but that was slightly earlier, and yeah. apparently China didn't like yeah, that didn't either. Like that one either. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. But anyway, wow, it's um, a lot going on there. A lot going but on. But yeah, I, I think though he's right in terms of like, yeah, Disney has like they've done some casting and they've have made strides in in movies to mm. 
for representation. I think it's also a very calculated equation of like, so we get a certain number of people in, et cetera, and so forth. I think that is definitely a yeah. factor. But look, that Disney, uh, you know, every time they release a new movie, they have the first openly gay character or whatever, and that, cannot, that cannot be taken away from them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Mason, I see both sides. Great. <laughs> you know Great, what I mean? Man. Yeah. A lot of people, like, they get they get hung up on one side or the other. Uh-huh. But I see both sides, mm, and that okay. makes me above everything else. Wow. I'm about, I, can take, I can take a step back and go, can everyone chill out? That's, it, that's, it, just, like, that's just like your stance on nuclear holocaust versus <laughs> racism. You can see both sides. No, I said I see them, but they're both bad, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The eclair, you got a little bit here as well. Okay, right. Yeah, you got it. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. Mason's eating a chocolate eclair. I'm eating chocolate eclair. That's true. <laughs> All right. But, I mean, Simi Liu is right in that Hollywood is pretty white. Completely. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I see both sides. I know you do. <laughs> Anyways, Blade has a new director, Mason. Oh, who is it? So, after Basim Tariq's departure, because everything mm. was just not moving forward, I blame the the former Disney CEO. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, that's perfect. You can blame anything on him now. Everything on him. Uh, yeah, this was Chapek. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Jan Demarge is going to be directing it. Yeah, I know there's I know there's nothing in the vending machine, but that was he, Chapek. He didn't, he didn't fill it up. <laughs> that was his, was job. his job. He liked to do it. He liked. He said he was a man of the people. He filled it up. He filled up the vending machine. <laughs> so Jan Demarge, he uh, most famously, he worked on a number of things, but he was one of the directors who worked on Lovecraft Country. So I oh. think that's that's as good as you're going to get, yeah. especially this late in the day as well. So let's see what he does. And, that's plenty uh, spooky. Hopefully uh, that would be really cool because I do want to see the movie Blade, but I also want a good director for Blade. And it's I feel like this is like a that's would a good you say direction. You don't want to see a bad version of Blade. I've seen a bad version of Blades, Blade 3. <laughs> and I thought it was all right. <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah. Okay, last bit of news, Mason. Okay. Avatar, the new Avatar, Avatar okay. 2. Mm-hmm. By the way, we're doing a James cameron aren't we, Mason? you got some more eclair here, Mason. I'm, I'm leaving it Yeah, on, okay, yeah. you leave it. That's no, going to distract me, and I don't like that. Oh. It looks like a good eclair. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's apparently new Avatar has a – oh, yeah, we're doing a James cameron mm-hmm. This week it's The Abyss. Fascinating story where he tried to kill a bunch of people on that. Speaking of directors, sure killing people. So allegedly, accidentally. Yeah, le- yeah, yeah. That'll be Thursday. I know people know that, but we've moved Caravan and Garbage to Thursday. It's just been easier on the edit. Avatar 2 is going to cost somewhere between 350 to $400 million. That is outside of the marketing. Yeah, right. right? And did James Cameron said something along the lines of, Yes. This, this better do good or my goose is cooked. He did. This is via GQ. James Cameron said this, very fucking expensive, the worst business case in movie history. To be profitable, it has to be the third or fourth biggest movie of all time. That's your threshold. That's your break even. Do you think GQ is short for James Cameron? <laughs> James Cameron? Yes. Yeah, I do actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, James Cameron. Yeah. Magazine. Yes. Um, and the, one of the things that's going to help it with this is that it seems at this point to have secured a release in China. Okay. Which is going to help immensely. I think they like Avatar in China. I can't remember. I'm watching it at the moment for Caravan of Garbage and I'm just – And every second there you're like, does China like this? Yeah. Mm. That, those are all my notes. Does China like I this guess. big flying snake? <laughs> Do I like it? Do you like it? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Not really. That's a shame. No, there's a lot of things to like about it. We'll get to it. A lot of all – the, all the Avatar discourse is going gonna, is gonna to sort of – Come to a point of perfect clarity. We've, we've all been to, we've all been talking about it or not talking about it for ten years. Yeah, we're all going to finally 13. get together 13. and watch it and, and then go thirteen. Yeah, and then go, <laughs> huh? It isn't. Yeah. it isn't good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Again, I'm I'm literally in halfway watching it again on the rewatch, uh-huh. and I can I just kind of want to. I want to say a bunch of stuff. I'll just save it for the wow. video. But I feel like I could just yeah, right. If you just 
if you just like poked me, I'd just like start, start going. So I'm just going to stop. And we'll move on, Mason. All right. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day, and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. 
I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Christmas has come early, everybody, and by that I mean Mason's going to say something. Huzzah! Christmas is here. What a delightful time It's for actually everyone. not here, Mason, not just yet. But uh, Christmas wow. has come early, though, in a way. Because in what way? <laughs> what are you doing? There was a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Is it Christmas or not? It's not, but Christmas has come early, Mason. So it's 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 come early, but it's not here. No, is it's what not, you're saying. It's not Christmas okay, right. yet. Yeah, yeah. But what's happening? Is this that is this that uh, racism nuclear holocaust thing all over again? You can't, no, Mason. You can't pick a side. <laughs> I guess in a way it is. But anyway, Christmas has come early, even though it's not Christmas yet. They released a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special on Friday. That's true. It was directed by James Gunn. It's shorter than a movie, but longer than a short show. That's very true. And uh, what do you think the story was? Oh, okay. All right. So it's uh, Christmas time is coming up. Yep. It's here. Yep. Is it here? No. Interesting. But Christmas has come early. That is very true. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Peter Quill's sad. Yeah. Why is he sad? Because uh, Christmas. Can't have Christmas in space. No. Or can you? Yes. But then Drax and Mantis are like, what if we went and we went down to Earth? We've got some very special Christmas stuff, including a very special Christmas gift for Peter Quill. Do we say what that is? I mean, it's in the trailer. Oh, okay, right. But uh, maybe we won't just yet. Maybe we'll save it for spoilers uh, if you haven't seen it. Anyway, that's the plot of the the Christmas special. It is. Um, I thought it was nice. I also thought it was nice and fun, yes. Uh And that's... 
the extent of things I could really say in non-spoilers. I like the little animated intro at the start. Mm-hmm. We get the return of some certain characters. Well, it was, as I understand it, it was intended to be a an homage to the Star Wars, or at least in part, an homage to the Star Wars holiday special. Doesn't feel like that at all. Right, okay. I mean, aside, because, no. I mean, I understand yeah, what you're right, saying, right. but there is no element I'll of this. I'll find the James Gunn quote on the tweeters. No, I but, get uh, it. Yeah, but I think I think the at least the animated part. So we see... We see uh, a, a little animated portion at the start of the of the show, which is P- young Peter Quill. He's recently been abducted from Earth yep. and brought into the ra- Ravages, and he's attempting to explain Christmas, and and it doesn't go well. Mm. And uh, is like bar humbug, bar humbug, precisely. Yeah, Christmas um, has not come early. And then we then we cut to the modern day, uh, the the year twenty twenty five or twenty twenty six or whenever. Yeah, this is set now. Do you think? A lot of people are like, oh, the, the Marvel timeline now it's set in like 2026. I think it's just – I don't care. No, I don't. I think yeah. I – I think I'm, it's – what are we, 2024? I think we're a couple of years ahead at least. I My assumption is that the last couple of Marvel movies have just gone, yeah, it's roughly now. Again. Okay. Well, yeah. I know they had to jump ahead because of Endgame or whatever. Yeah. Because uh-huh. there was like five years in uh-huh, between. Uh-huh. But. Yeah. So anyway, uh, somebody is uh, – Jesse AC has asked James Gunn, James, why did you go with animation for the flashbacks? I love them, but curious, what drew you in that direction? And James Gunn said, I wanted to do the Star Wars holiday special, but done right. No offense, Mark Hamill. I like the idea of the music and the mixed media and the off-the-rails nature, but not necessarily the way everything was assembled. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, that makes sense because there is an animated section of the Star Wars holiday special, isn't there, Mason? Introduces one Boba Fett. That's right. Which became a wonderful TV show uh, eventually down the line. Yeah, there's a few things that they uh, they kind of – Introduce or reintroduce to the universe. They've set up some things for more like move some pieces in place for Guardians Three. Uh-huh. I think you probably have to see this. I mean, you probably if you're going you to see so? Guardians Three, oh, you're probably well, going to see example, this. For anyway. example, uh, as an example, um, the uh, the Guardians have purchased. Well, the Guardians are at least the, the Ravagers and the Guardians, maybe a combination. Yeah. have purchased nowhere, which is the. But they also head. say from the Collector, who, right. who I guess. Is alive? Yeah, I think he is, yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. all that thing was an illusion, whatever. Remember when? Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. So, but he's alive and he's fine. Yeah. And whatever. Or maybe he died and came back. Maybe he I don't know. Back. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, there's a few characters like, you know, like Cosmo the Space Dog is introduced, which I, I enjoyed quite a bit. Or reintroduced. That's true. Uh, there's Buff Squat Groot is in this. That's right. What do you think of that new design? I think it's quite nice. Yeah. Mm. Oh, because the original one, the original adult Groot was sort of taller and quite like rangy. He's more like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a powerlifter Groot. That's right, yeah. yeah. That's apparently all CGI for people who wonder. Yeah. It does, I mean, maybe that's the... I saw someone say, like, that Groot suit was amazing. Yeah. And then James Gunn was like, no, it's... You idiot. You. I tricked you. <laughs> You've fallen for my one of the classic James Gunn pranks. The classic James Gunn Christmas pranks. He's known for it. He's known that's for right. it, Mason. Um, but I think maybe that's what it's intended to look like a guy in a suit, I think. Yeah, Okay, I can understand that. Yeah, because like obviously the other designs of Groot, you could never get somebody in any of that. Baby Groot, certainly. Baby Groot, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's you're right, Mason. Uh-huh. I think there is a selection of of existing and original Christmas songs which I quite like. Uh-huh. There's an opening Christmas song which a band sings who, from their understanding of what Christmas is, from like third hand information, which I enjoyed uh-huh. uh, quite a bit. My brother actually messaged me this, and uh, I completely agree. The one that I don't like. The one you don't like. Yeah. And Craglin's head fin is really gross. It's super like the gross, way the yeah. skin comes up over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hate it. Well, I mean, that's so. What, what is? I'm not sure if you have the budget there, or if we can track that down. I don't think I do. But I have a quick look. What I thought was interesting about this is it is clearly like a step down from a from a you know a Marvel movie, obviously in terms of. Well, there's less. There's like there's like a location and yeah. then it's Earth. 
which exactly, is obviously yeah. cheaper to film in than. Well, exactly. I thought that was interesting, you know, because James Gunn, as we know, started out in horror, yeah, and sort of low budget kind of trauma and and gross stuff. And uh, speaking of gross stuff, mm. and I think he, he, you know, he's done a lot with a little here. Yeah, there's there's one. I think exactly. they just squeezed this in because this was a couple of days of shooting. Yeah, right. Uh, well, the stuff in the, in the in space at least, and I, they just squeezed it into the shoot. Oh, Guardians, Guardians 3, 3, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm. But, yeah, so there's one, essentially one location, which is sort of a, a sort of a town square inside yep. nowhere, and then there's just a couple, couple of, of locations, a couple of spaceships, like a Hollywood Boulevard on Earth, and then like a house, like a clearly someone's house that they've just rented out in, in Hollywood. One in of those houses. One of those houses that is just, uh, you know. They film pornography in normal. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking of, yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, I think that'll be it for non-spoilers, though, for me. But, I mean, it's on Disney+, Plus, folks. You don't have to go yeah. out there and get it if you already have Disney+. Plus. It is free, It is free, absolutely. Know. And we encourage you to watch those things for free, but legally. Don't we, Mason? Yep. Let's do some spoilers. Wink. Anyway, best holiday special ever? Best holiday special ever. Yeah. Do you think it's the best Marvel special presentation ever? Better than Werewolf by Night? Yeah. Well, Mason, I see both sides. Oh, here we go. Because they're doing different things. One is horror. There he is. And one has Craglin's weird. James, does your does your bum and inner thighs hurt from sitting on that fence so hard, James? Yes. For so long? Yeah, yeah, no, wow. it does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. And you mean literally because that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah, I squat on a fence <laughs> right. hours in between film, yeah. uh, the, the recording of this. Yeah, but no, uh, yeah, maybe. You know what I like? I I like that. I like that Mantis got a chance to Pom Pom Clementis. Mantis got a chance to Mantis got a chance to sort of shine in this because you know yep. she's pretty much you know she she had a little bit of screen time in Guardians two and then of course she was in Infinity War yeah for a second no oh, she got a little bit to do Infinity War less in Endgame obviously yeah, that's true. but uh, yeah mm. absolutely right and no screen time in. Uh, well, I'm pro- is, she, is she even in Thor: Love and Thunder? She is. She's in it. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, they're all in it. Yeah, they're all in yeah. it, aren't they? No, yeah, that's that's true. This is definitely more of a, a Drax Mantis focus. Yeah. Uh, situation. Good fun. I even liked Chris Pratt in this. Yeah, I, I liked thought him he was too. delightful. Yeah, no, he's a good. Peter he does Quill. have a charisma to him, doesn't he? Certainly he? does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was the biggest backhand compliment. I even yeah. liked Chris Pratt in this. Yeah. I see both sides, so it's fine mm. for me. Spoilers, Mason. Mm-hmm. So Mantis, as suspected, is actually Peter Quill's sister. Yeah. And she wants to get him the perfect Christmas gift. But what could it be, Mason? Now you, now you say something. It's Kevin Bacon. That's right. I steal Kevin and Bacon. the real Kevin Bacon. And yeah. so they, they, Mantis and Drax uh, travel to Earth mm-hmm. to find real Kevin Bacon, who, are they, who they are disgusted to discover is actually an actor. It turns out everyone <laughs> in space – well, a, a couple of things that I loved about this. One – Everyone in space hates actors for some reason. <laughs> yeah. They all think they're scum. There's a line that Drax just says, uh, he says, we hate you to Kevin yeah. Bacon. And it's just, the delivery is just, yeah. he, Dave Bautista's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the GoBots are real. <laughs> and they killed one of Drax's relatives apparently. But also they're a cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There is a moment when they visit yeah Hollywood Boulevard and they see who they think is Steve Rogers and... There's a Captain Marvel. It's Captain and a, Marvel or whatever. It's, it's a little bit confusing because it's like there's a Jack Sparrow. It's like there, Hollywood Boulevard is a mixture of real-life superheroes and GoBots, mm. which are also real. real yep. And but that would happen, I think. If we had real superheroes, there'd be people. No, you're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, not con- I'm not complaining, Mason. I also enjoyed when they're flying the ship over 
and people are kind of looking up and some people are just like, okay, whatever. Other people yeah. are crying because uh-huh. it's like... Because what account this, of all their family yeah, was killed. Like what does it mean when a spaceship yeah. shows up now in the Marvel yeah. Universe? Probably bad. I, I enjoyed how they, they take on the cops. And I think it highlighted like the strength of... Drax and Mantis compared to regular people because mm-hmm. you only see them really fighting like space creatures and yeah, deities and whatever. Thanoses and so yeah, forth. Whereas this, if you put them up against normal people in cars, it's like Drax is bulletproof and he can just flip a car yeah, uh-huh. with no problem at all. Mm-hmm. I like how he thought that giant candy cane was a man. <laughs> sure, yes. Reason. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like when they went to the bar and whatever. That was, it was a lot of fun. Um, Kevin Bacon was really good in this as well. Sure, yeah. As playing himself, a heightened version. Do you think when they get a celebrity in to play themselves, do you think they go, what kind of car do you have, Kevin Bacon? Oh, a Tesla will give you a Tesla. Does he have a Tesla in this? Yeah, he's yeah, he's doing all these Christmas presents. I I just think I didn't it's notice okay, it all, right? Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, yeah, uh, you'd think you'd have Stark Tech and not something shitty, Mason. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, What's well, interesting that like, but what what I found interesting, it I I felt it was noticeable in its absence is Kevin Bacon, the actor in this, or Kevin Bacon the character seems to be completely oblivious to any of this before this moment. Yeah, it's like they took real world Kevin Bacon yeah. and put him in the Marvel universe yeah. to get kidnapped. He isn't like, oh, aliens, I get it. Like yeah. the time when Endgame happened. Yeah, say, you know. Yeah, you're absolutely. But he was right. like, what is that? You'd, you'd get it in this universe, I yeah. think. You know. Yeah. Well, you he probably played some of these characters on on, uh, on on screen, maybe on a biopic and whatever. Yeah. yeah. There was also no references to his character in X Men, which I thought was interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. that's interesting. It or maybe interesting. in this universe, he wasn't in X Men, Mason. Mm. He wasn't pre Magneto. We should we ask him if that. we ever see him. Yeah, I think we should. He'd love. But like, that. do you think his house looks anything like that house? No, I think they probably didn't use his real house. Yeah, yeah. I don't reckon. I well, would... Maybe something similar. But also, that's his real wife on the phone as well. All right, talking okay. to him. Oh, huh, there you go. Fun. But um, I also like his tiny little coffee table. Did <laughs> yeah, you see yeah. that? He goes into his living room and there's like a couch that is as wide as his yeah. entire house, and then he's got like a coffee table. What is he? What is he even doing? Yeah, because his family's not there. That's true. And he's it's watching, Christmas. He's watching Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Yeah, yeah where where were they? He's having a great question. Oh, they were coming home, or he was going. Maybe to... they were, maybe maybe his wife was coming home to serve him divorce papers. Maybe because in this universe she's divorcing him. <laughs> I, uh, he also mentions Batman. Uh-huh, yeah. And we've talked about this before, but because I think, what movie is it? There's another, Superman is maybe mentioned in Eternals or something. He is, yeah. So, so thus far in the MCU, the DC characters are fictional characters. Yeah. Maybe they're in movies or comic books or what have you. Until one company buys another company. That's right. But in DC, nobody's mentioned anybody, I don't think. I don't think they want to give him the uh, publicity they said. Because <laughs> people would immediately storm out of the theatre. <laughs> if Batman was like, uh, Spider-Man would never act like that, yeah. people would be like, oh, my God, I forgot Spider-Man exists. How'd he go? Oh, I thought you meant because they're mad. Oh. But, yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, but I, I like how, you know, Mantis used her, her powers on him to present uh to present him to Peter Quill. Mm-hmm. And I thought his reaction was was quite funny where he wasn't like charmed or impressed at all. He was just like, You've kidnapped a man. Mm-hmm. And why <laughs> did you and why did you do this? Yeah. And just and I, and then, you know, and Kevin Bacon in the spirit of Christmas, you know, comes around and decides uh-huh. to sing a song with them and whatever. Yeah. And it, it was it was really great and it was really it was fun. Really, you, know? Fun. you know who I think really sells uh tender moments in these movies and presentations and etc. Uh, Sean Gunn, I think he's very good. Yeah, I agree, of, yeah. He brings a little bit. It could be a bit too schmaltzy, but he's sort of like this. He's got a uh, bit of that magic, doesn't he? He does have a little bit of the magic.
magic even with that disgusting fin on his head? <laughs> even when he's a gross fin-headed cyborg monster, he's still, you know, he's, he brings a little brings a little sentiment, but it doesn't seem schmaltzy, which no, I think is very good. I completely agree. Yeah, no, it, it, it does come. I'd like that bit where he's explaining, like, what happened after that and the true meaning of Christmas and all of that. And Yondu, you know, it turns out that he was actually, you know. He was, he was, he was enraptured he was in the magic the, of by Christmas. By the gift, and he gave Peter Quill some guns. His signature guns. I really enjoyed the unwrapping of the presents, though, for everybody. So Rocket got Bucky's arm. Yep. Which one? That's a great question. It looks like his Wakandan arm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because that's the one he wanted. Yeah. So. Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. So I don't know whether that was. It wasn't his Russian one. No, I didn't see it. They didn't have the star on it, at least. Um, Somebody, I think, yeah, Groot got a Game Boy, Uh which also is terrible. Like, (laughs) because Groot was not, because Groot plays the fancy schmance. You know, he's got the video game system and uh-huh. one of the one of the Infinity War movies and whatever. Yeah, right, right. Uh-huh. Like Game Boy, that would suck. And Craglin, maybe he likes the retro charm to it. That's you know? true. Yeah, but I liked. But he the... didn't get any. Did I mean? Was there one cartridge in that? You probably Tetris. Probably Tetris. Probably Tetris normally, yeah. Super Mario Land. Movie. But I liked how they all got dioramas of themselves. And Craglin's diorama was a diorama of him holding his diorama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Did they look real to you? Or do you think they were CG? I didn't think about it. I don't know. I'd have to yeah. have another look. You didn't think they looked real? They looked a little CG. Not that I'm complaining. Well, it sounds like you're complaining. I am it. complaining, actually. Did it take you out of the movie and yes. whatever? The, the yeah. holiday special. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot Spider-Man exists. I'm going to go watch that. Absolutely, yeah. I think I want another thing that highlights that, uh, that James Gunn re- does really well in this. So he does do heart and schmaltz very well, uh-huh. as mentioned. Like, he does that in all of his movies, mm-hmm. except for Super, which is mostly just gross. Yeah. And there's a bit, of, a bit of it in there. But, um... He's he's really good at picking semi-obscure but also really catchy songs to put in. That's he true. doesn't make the obvious choice. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of movies. I loved all the bullet with butterfly wings. Yeah. Drops in this. Well, that was my example of a bad example <laughs> where somebody just went, okay, oh, paint it black. Yep, all right. Uh-huh. Someone got rinsed this week for liking that on Twitter. I yeah. saw somebody was like, I like the bit where – the paint it black and the rock took on the army. And, and it was like, Burn, you suck. watch a real movie, idiot, kill yourself. <laughs> I see both sides. Yeah, it's sure you do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you th- you hope he would see a real movie and kill himself. So. <laughs> and. Uh. and uh, so three sides in that instance. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just highlighted to me that, yeah, that's, that's interesting that he can do that thing. <laughs> Got some Easter eggs, Mason. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, God of War was mentioned. That's true. Because um, Drax look, looks a little bit like Kratos. That's right. Have you finished that yet, God of War? No, okay. I will. Um, oh, at the moment, I've got to get stuck more into it, but it does feel... That's not the attitude of the God of War. I agree. He's like, come on. <laughs> you know what he's like. But it feels, and i got to get into it more, of like, it feels like an expansion pack of the previous one, but I know it's not. Okay, right. I just need to like, I'm in very early days and I just need to... Do more of it. Okay. Um, Kingo, did you see? Uh, King, a it's a Kingo thing. Christmas, sure. The background. There's been more references to Kingo in subsequent yeah. Marvel stuff than actual any real Kingo content. They're friends as well. Um, James Gunn and Kamel. Yeah. Because oh, okay, I remember he used to go on the um, the indoor kids, like, oh, before right, either okay. of them were this famous. Uh, Fleur Borg is in this. Uh, who is he in this? Lula Borg. He, is it oh, he's, in the bar? Bartender? Oh, okay. Oh, that's why he seemed familiar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because he was Javelin. Yes, he's definitely right. in it. We see a map, a Hollywood stars map, and there's a oh, few yes. people on there, but we get John Cena and Margot Robbie, who, of course, both in The Suicide Squad, and mm-hmm. one of them is in Peacemaker. Um, and as I mentioned, Kyra. Which one? Don't know. Kyra Sedgwick. Sedgwick. Sedgwick? That's Kevin Bacon's like wife, who yeah. is in this. Okay, right. the voice oh, she had a separate house. 
Yes, she did. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 not on the map. No, she was okay. on the phone, I should say. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. I mentioned that. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I she was a, in The Closer. What's Which one's that? It was She was a profiler or something. Oh. FBI profiler. If that's who I'm thinking of. It might be what you're thinking of. Maybe. He also said, um, James Gunn talked about to Deadline about what this means for Volume 3. He says, I don't have to talk about, uh, so the advantage is I don't have to talk about where they got the new Guardians HQ, Nowhere From or Cosmo being around Nowhere. And Volume 3 has a lot of heaviness to it, so shooting that that for a few days and then shooting this goofy thing uh, these days were like my recess. So there you go. I think it was more than a couple of days of mm-hmm. filming, obviously. Right. But, but yeah, so it seems like it's going to be a little bit heavy, this Guardians of oh, the Galaxy no. Volume 3 and bring everything together in such a way, et cetera, and so forth. Okay, sure. If you know what I mean. I don't. I, I, I wonder. Yes. And I'd love to know the metrics on this, so you might be able to answer this. Okay. Ask your dad. I will. Um, how does it compare putting something out like this or Werewolf by Night? But I would say more so this because this is obviously more well-known compared to doing eight to ten episodes of something. Is like there right? must be a point in eight to ten episodes where you're not gaining more subs- like subscribers, right? right? Because they people would have either jumped on for episode one yeah. or, or they would have heard, oh, it's pretty good, you should sign up by like episode four or yeah. something like that, right? And maybe oh, I think there are exceptions to that where like maybe, for example, word of mouth about Andor spreads, now it's really good and then mm-hmm. more people kind of sign on yeah, like yeah. after it finishes. But like how does something like, like what would the boost from just a just a 40-minute something like this compare to... Great you know, question. Doing, doing a She-Hulk or doing a Moon yeah, right. or whatever. But perhaps Disney Plus doesn't play by the same rules as Netflix. Maybe they're like, if we sort of drip feed one of these every few months, yeah. we retain viewers. Oh, maybe okay. There's another, yeah, maybe there's totally. another metric You there did have it. an answer. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even have to call Dad. <laughs> yeah, I see so what you're saying. Maybe that's it, yeah. Maybe they, maybe they notice a, a downtick in people cancelling. Yeah, you know, you might be right. They go, okay, we'll put you know X thousands of people drop off every month, but then yeah, they stay. Would you have gotten if you hadn't had Disney Plus for whatever reason? Uh-huh. Would you have got it for this or um, torrented it? I mean, well, that's a great <laughs> question, James. But that that Im- oh yeah, that implies that I'd be a completely different person, James. Yes, because that would suggest that I would I love that. Yeah, I know. Me too, honestly. <laughs> but uh, that would suggest that I haven't seen any of the previous. Yes, stuff you're and- right. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't be interested. Yeah. You know, if I, if I didn't like Marvel stuff. Maybe if you were just, a, let's say this completely different person okay. for you, maybe you were, you were just a movie guy. You're not coming on Am for I a movie moon. star? No. Oh. You're not coming on for, for a moon night because you don't, you only like the Marvel movies. Oh, so you're I not going right, to come right. and watch moon night. Okay. What does that mean for you? What does it mean for me? Who would I do this show with? That's Still a you? A guy who doesn't watch any of this stuff? <laughs> Every week I'm like, I didn't say it and I won't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested if anybody like signed up for Disney Plus for this solely based on this. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, just I, even just the idea of like, what's the benefit of putting in? Say this was twenty million dollars. I don't. I don't. Yeah, right. But if, then again, if they've already built the set and they're fact in the budget and whatever, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine it'd be that costly comparatively to to building a whole thing from scratch. Yeah. Like, the, what's the benefit of putting this amount of money as opposed to like putting a hundred million dollars into something? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Wow. We'll never know. No, we won't. Unless somebody asks James Gunn and he tells you. And then we know. Then we know. All right, Mason, it's time to move forward, though. Okay. Well, what are we going to do? What are we going to James, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Panic stations, everyone. I agree. What can we do? How Uh, about failing a new idea? (laughs) We, in fact, just do our regular segment, one of our most famous segments, what we read and what we're going to read. I can do that. Okay, great. Do it right now. Mason, I didn't plug it into my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. 
Let's do Classic a Classic this guy. That was a joke. This one's real. That was a good joke. Thanks. This guy can't even operate Disney Plus. <laughs> there we go. I'm doing the theme. Mason. Yes, hello. What have you been doing? I'll tell you what I watched today. What? Uh, I watched a classic of the genre, a buddy, the, the classic buddy comedy. Beverly Hills Cop 3? No. Oh. You have another guess? Beverly Hills Cop 2. I'll give you one more guess, and if you get it wrong, I'm going to punch you in the back of the head. Or you could just leave it. Metro. <laughs> <laughs> I kill Eddie you. Eddie Murphy's Metro, Mason. I kill you. <laughs> it's not really buddy cop. It's just him mostly, isn't no, it? No, I watch Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Oh, for yeah. Thanksgiving. Yes. Well, for two reasons. One, because it's Thanksgiving. But also uh, Vanity Fair recently published an article that was about the oral history of Planes, Trains and Automobiles. It is apparently the 35th anniversary yeah. of the movie, so they're doing a new restoration, etc. There was a deleted scene released. Yeah, there's Apparently of... John Candy is, was very nice all the time. They, that's everybody. what they say about yeah. him, yeah. The, uh, the, uh, apparently the new version has like a lot of digital noise reduction on it, so it's quite plasticky looking. So, mm. so watch the original version if you can. Yuck and uh, But anyway, super fun. If people haven't seen it, uh, the late John Hughes directed it, and it's yeah. Steve Martin and John Candy. Uh, they're two strangers who meet. Uh, one dr- drives the other one crazy. You can guess which is which, no. and, uh, and, but they've, they've got to work together because they've got two days to get across country mm. uh, for Thanksgiving. And, of course, it, you know, there's, there's no – everything's booked out and everything's, uh, what do you everything's do? on fire. What do you do? Exactly. It's very mm. funny. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. But my favourite part about the article, uh, the, the oral history of it, there's a bunch of great stories in it. People should check it out if they can. And they can because it's free. Yeah. But so there's a, there's a moment towards the end of the movie – where they are, they are sort of stranded in this quite snowy town. It's all snowed in, mm. but luckily John Candy has somehow convinced a truck driver to give him a lift. Uh, but of course, the the, the driver is a bit freaky about letting people in his cabin, so they have to sit in the refrigerated trailer in the back. Oh the, yes, the yes, yes. Anyway, so uh, the actor who played the truck driver is this guy Troy Evans, and Troy Evans. You'd be, I think you probably recognise him. Yeah, sorry, um, but he got the gig. Oh, yeah. yeah, so he got the gig. Uh, when he got the gig, it was going to be in Los Angeles where he lived and they were going to pay him $1,000 for the day um, just to get in and do a line and then, you know, get out. And, it's and you know, you get to be in a John Hughes sure. movie. So he's like, this is great. So then he gets a call later from the production and they're like, oh, so the forecast in New York is this going to be a big snowfall and John Hughes wants the, 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 the town to be really snowy looking and, you know, really, really seasonal kind of thing. So we're moving the production to New York. And so Evans is like, oh, so does that mean I'm not in the movie anymore? And they're like, no, no, we'll, we'll fly you to New York mm. and same deal, $1,000 for the day. Uh, so anything's great. So he gets flown to New York and on the shooting day, it doesn't snow. So they're like, not to worry, it'll probably snow tomorrow. So we'll give you another $1,000 uh, to just stick around and it'll snow tomorrow. You can do your, you can do the scene. You can do the one line. You can go home. And he's like, great. Mm. But it doesn't snow the next day, or the next day, or the next day. So then they move to another city because they're following the forecast because it's going to snow somewhere else. And then they move to another city. So it goes. And we just CGI now. <laughs> they, it goes. It event the production goes to eleven cities, and he's on standby for fifty days. Oh my god! And on the fifty-first day. They're in Illinois or somewhere, and it finally snows the way John Hughes wanted it to snow. And so he gets in, and he does the line, and he slams the door of the truck, and then he goes home. And so he, the quote from Evans is, uh, 
when I left for New York, I didn't have enough money for rent. And then when I went home, my wife and I bought our first house. <laughs> and here's the thing, because the reason I watched the movie is because... I thought you were going to be like, and they screwed him out of no, the No, they didn't. Yeah. They, they, it was insane. And so the reason I watched the movie is because he, he says in the, in, the, in the interview, he's like, oh, yeah, I had this one line in this thing. And I'm like... I don't remember that character having a line at all. So mm. I went back and watched the whole movie, which is, you know, good yeah. good bit of fun. He doesn't say anything. They cut <laughs> this line out. So we didn't do it. Like literally you see him, you see John Candy gets out of his truck and he's there and then he just looks perturbed and he closes the door of the truck. God damn. And that's it. And he got $51,000 for it. That's insane. Yeah, you're right. They, what year was that? 80s, what, 87? Next, I'm going to check to this. $50,000. I want to know how much. Okay. Inflation calculator. Yeah, nice. US inflation calculator? No. Oh, well. No, Mason, of course it is. Let's do 50,000 euro. No, 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 James, no, 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 no. Why is this so complicated? Just give me the fucking number. Oh, it's that's today, it's $131,000. There you go. <laughs> Fuck it out. Yeah, right. So oh maybe, the, maybe in the new restoration, he gets the line put back in. But... Yeah, maybe he does. You'd think so. Yeah. Is he alive? Yeah. yeah, he was in Bosch. Bosch? The TV Wait, Bosch or Bosch Reboot? Bosch New? Bosch I think, New? I think both. I'm a new Bosch. I'm your new Bosch. <laughs> new Bosch, same as the old Bosch. <laughs> I think the, I think they're both. The Great, terrific. Um, um, yeah, people should check that out. Yeah, it's a good movie if you haven't seen it. Also, young Kevin Bacon's in it for like two seconds. <gasps> How young? Whatever age he was in 1987. 20-ish? Yeah, 20 25, 28? Yeah, 25, 28. Kevin Bacon is 67 years old. That's insane. I agree. Yeah. That's How's he still alive? <laughs> Great question. Uh, I mentioned this last week, but I actually read it all. Two volumes of a righteous, uh, righteous thirst for justice, for vengeance. God, this title, I always get it wrong. Let me double check that because I've written it wrong here. So I don't <laughs> want to get it wrong. Yeah, Righteous Thirst for, thirst for Vengeance. Uh, it's by uh, Rick Remainder. Uh, Remender? Remender. Rick Remender, yeah. Uh, it's about a guy, and it's kind of unclear, I feel like, at the start of how this kind of happens, but you kind of piece it together more as it goes along. He somehow gets onto the dark web okay. and starts, like, looking at the contracts that are happening and tries to, like, interfere and, like, help oh, out Oh, like in these murder contracts or something. Yeah, right. and so he's he's just suddenly, like, in the underworld, and he's oh. just, like, a regular guy. Oh, but he's trying to stop this stuff. He's not so, trying yes, to be a criminal. Yeah, no, uh, sort of, I think, yeah, okay, sort right. of. It's kind of like... like he's just like, a dad. Not really, sort of, yeah, but he's just like a guy. And then, like, his skills, obviously. Does he have dad skills? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. He's got a dad attitude. Yeah, like, he's cunning, but he's like a guy. Oh, cunning like a dad. Cunning like a dad would be. And again, he looks like um, Benedict Wong. Like, so I think if they make this movie, they should just put Benedict Wong in 100%. What what a world you can be in if, like, a comic book artist or somebody is just like, my character looks like Benedict Wong, and then you hear about it and you're like, yes, I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. I can be in this movie. So, well, I mean, yes in one way. So uh, I don't know if we've mentioned the podcast before. There was a, Rick Remender wrote a, a comic book series called The Last Days of American Crime. Oh, yeah, you talked about that. I yeah. enjoyed a lot, which is about a um, sort of a near-future America where the government decides to create a device that makes people unable to commit crime. Mm. And so a bunch of, a bunch of uh, near-do-wells decide they have like – they've got a week to commit the biggest heist ever yeah. you know, and, and get out with the money before they physically can't do it anymore. Mm. Uh, and that was turned into a Netflix movie – which I was going to watch, but then every review was like, "This is the worst movie Netflix has ever <laughs> yeah, made," I forgot and they that's made that. and that's saying something. Yeah, so, and that's saying, that's saying something. something. Yeah. Oh man. So I don't know. So 
you know, I would I would like to. This sounds intriguing, it's and good. I would and I would love to. I, will, I you love will, torture. You're gonna love it. I don't like that though. No, then you yeah. might not like it that much. Wait, getting tortured or doing torture? You're getting tortured. I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I would like to see this as a movie with Benedict Wong as long as they, it could be, they or do a series it. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. I really like it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could cast somebody else, but yeah, he again, he looks yeah. just like him. Anything else, Mason? Oh, Rick and Morty just started again. Oh, I did it. Okay. I forgot. And it yeah, was like got what, to like Thursday and I'm like, oh shit, Rick and Morty's back. And it's good. It's a good season. Okay, yeah. great. Terrific. Yeah. Uh, is it more lore heavy or is it more like... It got uh, very meta last week. I can't remember. It went and fought... I can't even explain it, Mason. Okay, it was I'll just watch like it. various meta super villains and heroes and they had like names that sounded like story beats and whatever, but they were also real names and whatever. Oh, okay, it, was, right. it was one of those episodes where it's like... I can't keep up with this. I might have to start the <laughs> season. Is... I might have to start the season again. I think the last one I saw was with Evil Morty. It was oh, okay. Was there yeah, an so Evil you, haven't this, you haven't watched this season at all then? No, oh, I think I watched some of it. Yeah, because that was the... Why did they bring him back? No, they haven't brought him back this season yet. What was the name of the team that they're like a Guardians of the Galaxy? The um, Interceptors or something like that. Yeah, yeah. they had... There's a, there's yeah, a, there's some shorts. There's a series of like two-minute yeah. shorts on, on YouTube if yeah. people want to track, track them down, yeah. I did already. Okay, then. Well, and then other people. Nah. Cool, cool nah. people. Nah. Uh, also, we're going to watch Glass Onion, so we might talk about that next week or... For a second, I thought you'd done a fake title for something. Right? But it's called Glass Onion. It's called Glass Onion, yeah. Yeah, so go and see that yeah. if you are so inclined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's move it along, Mason. Okay, let's play the letters theme because the next segment, maybe one of our most famous segments... Yeah? ...is the letters segment. I love how you think, Mason. So I'm going to play this theme. Let's do it. The classic one was letters. Boo! Oh, <laughs> what are you booing there? I don't know. <laughs> Me being helpful yeah, by I, playing the letters thing? Yeah, I see that, but I also see that some people don't like it. I see both sides. <laughs> All right, great. Are you one of those people that doesn't like it? No, I see both sides. Oh, so you don't have a firm. You're not going to say either way. <laughs> no, because okay. I see both sides, Mason. Wow. I'm above it, wow. and I see both sides. That's terrific. Yeah. Anyway, if you do want to reach the show, hashtag WeeklyPlanetPod on Twitter. Just shoot us a Gmail at weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Here's an email from Daniel. He's emailed weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Uh, hello, Mr. Sunday and the two Jameses. What up, dog? Makes sense. Uh, I blitzed through all your pods and Big Sandwich over the last 18 months. Oh great God. laughs, great mates. People always put in a bit of a sob story here. So while I was in hospital last week, I caught up with you guys as a respite with crap 3G reception in the middle of the sick house. Woo! Cheers for the company. So at university, I lived with one of Alan Moore's daughters and she popped home to see family, leaving me in the house on my own. The only instruction was that if Nick Cage calls on the house phone, not to give any mobile numbers out as he'd been stalking Alan trying to chat to him. As it turns out, he didn't call. A shame. Uh, I have other interesting anecdotes about Alan Moore, but don't want to breach the circle of trust. Uh, Sorry. How about doing some caravan of garbage around Nick Cage, maybe linking to the Spider-Verse next year? Yeah, I mean, there's so many. I mean, what, where would we even start? What direction do we take it in? Mm. I mean, he's weird, like, action crap, I assume, would be, like, next, knowing, like, mm. that kind of... His face, I mean, I'd see us, I feel we get the most traction for, like, a face-off. We did a commentary on we face-off. We did a commentary yeah. on face-off, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, keep up the good work. Cheers from Dan. Thanks, Dan. Dan the man, I'm going to Dan, call Dan, send us some secret Alan Moore stories. We won't mention them, though. I thought you said for a second there, send us some cigarettes. But Dan, some cigarettes. You sent us some cigarettes and some They're really secrets. expensive in Australia. They are, right? Well, maybe we could do Con Air. Like, that's a good one. That's true. There's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, mm. maybe if we did, like, Face Off Con Air. We'll probably do National Treasure at some point. Ah, terrific. I'm guessing those two movies. When that series comes out or it's already out? Yes. Is it out? I don't know. You know what I do want to do? What's that? 
because uh, this reminded me, there's the Sorcerer's Apprentice. I want to do the movies that are a big shot at Disney making a franchise that like disappeared. Yeah, right. So like Sorcerer's Apprentice, yep. um, John Carter. Yep. Uh, maybe what about um? What about that one with little the little Irish boy who was a supervillain? I've forgotten. The oh name. yeah, whatever. Yeah, that one. Artemis Fowl. Yeah, that was a was that a movie. That was a movie. Wasn't it was a movie. Yeah, yeah, shit like that. That was exactly. one of the earliest Disney Plus like COVID pandemic. Yeah, we'll chuck it on Disney Plus because it's awful. Yeah, uh, and situation and chop it to bits. Chop it to bits. More like Fartimus Bell. <laughs> nice. I haven't seen it, Mason. I've seen it. I've got a. Tw- have you? <laughs> Yeah, eventually. Why? I saw. There's I know a, you saw the video on it. Well, yeah, I saw the Nando V Movies video yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. and I'm like, well, I should watch the movie to see if it's and? bad. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. He was right. Yeah. In many ways, you didn't have to uh, watch it. No, it's true. I could have just watched that video. Yeah. Uh, this is from Justin, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Mr. Sunday Movies and at Wikipedia Brown. You guys uh, you guys have got to watch the new Santa Claus series on Disney+. Plus. It's like whoever wrote it watched your videos and made a series answering all of your questions about how the universe actually works. I've heard this a few times from people. Mm-hmm. I, that is fascinating to me that they – it seems as if maybe somebody watched our videos and then addressed it. I mean people have had these questions about this series, I assume, outside of us. Yeah, right. But uh-huh. they, d- they directly reference like – what happened to Mrs. Claus's brain right. and their kids uh-huh. growing up in the North Pole and all of these things that we <laughs> that we talked about. Because we wondered if when you when a woman becomes Mrs. Claus, she loses her personality yeah. and her and apparently will to live, she's got like no memories or doesn't huh. remember her name. They also address the previous Santa Claus before Tim Allen, which we were also confused about. But again, I think these are like general questions. Mm. But I would I I, I would love to <laughs> revisit this. Yes. Let me let me uh let me uh, erase any doubts in your mind, James. We've never had an original thought. So <laughs> well, that's true. It's yeah. Probably somebody exactly. Else. So I think it's a bit presumptuous to be like, mm. yeah, you know, anybody watched anything we did. It's true. <laughs> but I mean, those videos don't get no, no views. They, 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 they get, get some no views. views. They get yeah, some but they're views. not like they don't get like ten billion views. They're not Mr. Beast videos. They're not, are we're not they? doing a big Mr. Beast situation where everybody lick this plane for a million dollars <laughs> and then you keep the plane. I'll kill you. What? Lick it. I'll kill you. Sometimes, folks, after we record a podcast, we watch a Mr. Beast, a Mr. Beast video as a sort of reward we to do. ourselves. And the last one we watched was how long can a bunch of YouTubers touch a plane? The last one to, to let go of the plane. Gets a million dollars Gets a million dollars in a plane. And, they, and, kill and they're you. all like, well, it's fascinating because they're all like, again, they're all wired as YouTubers. So yeah. Mr. Beast they're is like. They're all like up here. Like yeah, the yeah. Whole the whole time. And like Mr. Beast is like, what are you going to do with this plane? Or who are you going to give this plane to? And the guy's like, oh, man, I'm going to give it to my brother because he works so hard or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> what does that mean? It's a. Learjet or whatever. Like, can your can your brother fly this Learjet? Yeah. What do you mean? Is, is he gonna just like privately just, like fly people around as a pilot? And then he gets to the end, and that guy wins. Yeah. And he's like, he brings his brother, and his brother's is also wired to be a YouTuber. Yeah. He's like, oh my god, you did it! You won me a plane. Apparently, Lord imagine up- if I brought you into a room and I was like, James, I won you this plane. You'd be like, oh, why? Do I have to rent this hangar, you'd say? How much well, is that going to cost? Apparently Mr. Beast, like, uh, or, uh, often is just like, all the money. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny because, like, all of them are, like, massively successful YouTubers, like, way more than me. Like, there's uh-huh. just a different level. And then he's a level above that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So just that dynamic is yeah, really right. interesting in itself. Mm. But, like, for me, if he was like, put your hand on this plane for a week or whatever, yeah. I'd be like, no. So <laughs> I don't understand... 
Like they would have more money than us. Yeah. Without question. Yeah, yeah. Without it, they'd do one video that would do better than everything we do for the entire year. Yeah. But I guess it's for the clout, I guess. Yeah, I don't get it. Also, I'm like, I fucking hate everybody in this room. <laughs> Just terrible. Oh, because you'd be in a room with all the other Australian YouTubers. <laughs> Maybe. I don't or know. the local guys. Yeah. Whatever that even fucking looks like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about Australian YouTube, to be honest. I've never mm. been to an event. Who's famous here? Like, I don't... I don't know. We could be walking past them every know. day. Like, I, I honestly don't, don't... I've no fucking idea. We could be walking past them every day and they recognise us and they're like, oh. Yeah. But just... I don't know, man. Like, that level of, like, YouTube. And mm. I don't know if this... Like, Mr. Beast, he's done a lot of charity stuff as far oh. as I'm aware. Like, they just seem like a pack of fucking psychos. <laughs> like, to be honest, like, <laughs> I don't know that for a fact, yeah. obviously. But yeah. just... I don't know. There's just yeah. something missing there. That's interesting that you're not taking both sides here. <laughs> no, not this It's one. interesting that, that in a lot of arenas you would take both sides, but when we watch those Mr. Beast videos, there's one guy who whenever he comes on screen, you're like, oh, he kicked that guy in the head. <laughs> I do say that. I'm not going to name him. Because you, you don't know his name. I don't know his name. <laughs> yeah, I do want to kick him. He's one of Mr. Beast's friends. I want to kick him so hard, my <laughs> Anyway, it's a bit of fun. The videos are a bit of fun, aren't they? <laughs> they're, they're pretty good, aren't yeah, they? They're, yeah. re- they're very watchable. Like, yeah. they're, they're, they're just perfect, perfectly designed, aren't do they? Do you think he comes up with all his ideas? Or do you I think mean, he'd have a team to do it, obviously. Right. But, like, just – and, like, he trims the fat. So if it's just, like, I don't know, we got to live in a swamp or whatever. The f- <laughs> I don't know, whatever they're doing – yeah. There's no like, hey guys, so I'm here at the swamp and this is my boy, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And today, you know, the idea is that we're in the middle. Like, it's just like, go. And it just starts. Yeah. And that, I think that's really like interesting. Like, uh, yeah. he'll make it just eight minutes. He won't do like a 50 minute video. Yeah, it's yeah. so like tightly produced. And what's also interesting is that. I want to kick that guy so much. <laughs> just thinking about him. There's. Uh, Let me kick him. Yeah, yeah. So there was one video, you know, to, to look. Doing YouTube isn't a job in the sense like being a nurse or a construction worker. Absolutely Or not. any member of the, no. vill- of the village any, people, ultimately. Yeah, any, yeah, any job ever, yeah. Uh, a policeman, yeah. a Native American, yes. and so forth. <laughs> that job, yeah. That job. Um, but there was an episode where he decides he's going to see if he can not eat for 30 days. <laughs> yes. And it's not just him in a room and he just sits there for four. He's no. also doing regular Mr. Beast videos crazy. during it. So you're seeing the videos that he's already made. And we've lot. seen because yeah. we've, we've watched a lot of them. Yeah. And then you go, oh, he hadn't eaten for two weeks. Yeah, and he's just like falling apart, but he's just 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 driven. God damn. That's a commitment. Yeah. Anyway. That let Larsa take hands off a jet from two weeks ago. It's got 60 million views. Well, you wanted to know who was going to take the hands off the jet? But I didn't. Who was it? <laughs> it was some guy. He had a brother. Yeah. He gave the jet to his brother. Yeah. Yeah. God, these thumbnails. <laughs> just next level, mate. $10,000 every day you survive prison. I haven't watched that one yet, but I hope it's real prison. A real prison. <laughs> Because you're hoping one of his friends will be stabbed. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, look, I just want to point out uh, the guy that I'm talking about, who, again, I can't name or even describe. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really. Because you can't describe him. Because <laughs> no. he's indescribable. Yeah. I wouldn't really kick okay. him. I'm sure he's probably fine. I think you'd kick him in Minecraft. But anyway. Yeah. Uh... No, I'd kick him in the in the chest, basically. Oh, yeah, great. That's terrific. <laughs> just the, you know, like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, nice. Yeah. All right, I got another email here, James. Great. This is from Hendrick. Hey, guys. Hello, Hendrick. I find is it this Hendrick? Do you think? 
Maybe. Okay, great. No, I said hello, Andrew. What oh, did I say? I, I thought you said you knew, you knew Andrew. Maybe I do. Okay. I finally have a story worthy of telling after listening to all these great stories over the years. Our great stories, James. We have a lot Almost of stories, certainly. Mason. We've got a lot of news yeah, 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 yeah. and stories. Uh, I was listening to the podcast on my way back to work. I suddenly found myself in the middle of a high-speed car chase. An SUV went flying past me, followed by at least four police cars. Was this OJ Simpson? It was OJ Simpson. This is from the 90s, this email. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I did what any good bystander would do and pulled out my phone and started recording. Shortly after passing me, the fleeing car slammed into two cars at a stoplight. Uh, and the next thing I know, we're all surrounded by at least 10 cop cars coming from every direction. They pulled the person out of the car and started directing traffic, and I finally made it back to work after 45 minutes. Damn. In the video, you can see my dashboard, uh, and it showed the podcast as what I was listening to when I posted the video to Facebook, which again involved police chases and car crashes. Some of my friends only thought to comment, whoa, you listen to the Weekly Planet? I love that show. <laughs> so oh, some of his girlfriend's friends said that. Oh, that's um, great. I love that. There you go. Do we have the video? We don't have the video. He's Damn. not sent the video. Uh, can I use this time for some shameless self-promotion and be the official lead singer of Negated of the podcast? Oh, absolutely. Mm, yes. Sounds like a band. Sounds, yes. like a, sounds like a Norwegian metal band. It certainly does, and his name it? is Hendrik, so probably. It sounds right to me, Mason. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good stuff. Well, I'm it's glad you're stuff. okay and you weren't killed in a police Thanks, chase man. as well. <laughs> this is from Jack. Mm-hmm. Says hashtag weekly planet pod. Uh, an idea for a podcast: actors that are playing much younger characters, much younger act characters than they are. For example, Smallville episode season one, episode one, Clark is supposed to be fourteen, even though he's like twenty five. Wow, I forgot that he's supposed to yeah. be that old. Yeah, yeah, that is. I feel like it's something they've they're better at doing now. Yeah, they'll either mm-hmm. cast someone who's actually that age or around yeah. that age, or they'll get someone who looks young. Yeah, but yeah, that's it's funny when like I remember like the first example popped in my head of Dexter. And it's like him as a teenager doing his first kill, and he's just got like an awkward, yes, crook, absolutely, crook, crooked wig on. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's like yeah. thirty-eight years old. Or the um, I saw this on Twitter the other day, but the the, the killer from Saw, Jigsaw from Saw, as a young man, and it's just him with a ba- backwards baseball cap <laughs> <laughs> and a hoodie. <laughs> And it's like, oh, yeah, you, that's, that's him as a team. Yeah. I don't mean, I don't know if I could, I'd have to do a bunch of research, but I do like the idea yeah. of that. Yeah. What else have you got, Mason? Uh, I've got one more email. This is from Kingsley. Hello, Kingsley. Kingsley says, uh, Are you related to, uh, related to Kingo from the Eternals movies? Maybe. Do you think yeah. he's related to Ben Kingsley? Ben Kingsley, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Ask him. Well, his name's Kingsley Kingsley, so. Okay, then yes, yeah. probably. Hi, James and Mason. Longtime fan. Uh, I work full time and I'm, and I'm a father of two. Uh, when James spoke about o- operating at 40%, I burst out laughing as it's the best description possible. Yeah. Uh, I told my partner about it, but guess what? She doesn't get it. So I don't know. I don't know <laughs> yeah, don't tell your partners anything that happens here. No, that's They're right. not going to like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like it. Yeah. Just don't. A lot of this, is bu- a lot of this podcast is built on a very delicate web <laughs> that will collapse if you attempt to explain yeah. it. You know, a lot so. of people don't get it, and that's fine. It's not mm. for everybody, and it clearly isn't, Mason. Oh, we came fourth in the Australian Podcasting Awards. I forgot to mention that up mm. top, which is obviously disappointing, not for the people who voted for us. Thank you very much. Yeah, Every- I wanted to win and then not turn We're sending up. out our, our uh, a variety of thank yous. Anyway, next year I want to – I don't know whether I'll have the enthusiasm next year, but my idea was, and I talked about this. <laughs> You'll be full of beans next Maybe, year. Maybe, hopefully. But uh, the idea is like to really go at it really hard, put it in every YouTube video, plaster okay, it every yeah, day, yeah. all the time, everywhere, uh-huh. and then definitively 100% not show up. Terrific, yes. Because yeah. I think there's been one podcast that's, that's won at the past like four years, and I'm like – 
enough of that. Whatever oh, that the podca- same person every Whatever time. that podcast is. Wow. Do you think that they saw us storm at home that one time? Yeah, they were inspired by and us. They were insp- and they were yeah. like, we're going to get – so that's we got, we're, we're that's battling, what I'm saying. We're, we're got battling a, them. We've got a rivalry with whoever this is that whoever, won. Probably a couple of single gals in the city who are into wellness. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Let's find. Let's not find out, but let's just do it anyway. Okay, terrific. Anyway, I might do it next year. Love I will see. Anyway, thank you, though. I appreciate I mean, fourth is amazing still. That's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. Mm. What, uh, it's not bronze. What do we get? Poop. That's bad. Why would they jump to that? And what are the people who are below us? What do they get? They get whatever we don't eat. <laughs> no. The scraps of poop. Yeah. So I, I'm going to eat none. You're, you'll eat some. I'll eat, and then no, no, I'll eat none. No, 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 James, no, no. Whoever attends the ceremony, which is Claire. Yeah, so, okay. Anyway, James. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kingsley says, the other day I was at work and everybody was discussing favourite films. I asked a colleague of mine that I'm just getting to know what hers was and no word of a lie, she said, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and Goodfellas. What? Great. <laughs> That's somebody who really sees both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, it was more shocking that LXG was her favourite film or that she found Goodfellas equally as good as a film as LXG. Fascinating. That right? is very fascinating. Very fascinating. There's no question there. Is there any casting crossover there? God, I don't know if there is. I don't know if there is, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Something to think about, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, people are wild. Yeah. But that's like normal person stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? People who aren't as bizarre as us who, like, mm. look into every movie that's ever happened and think about it. Someone's just like, I saw two movies at them. They were all pretty right. good. I thought they yeah. were <laughs> Some stuff happened, then it ended. It's pretty yeah. good. Oh, I don't know if you saw this, James. What's that? Do you know who's going to be making a guest appearance in Auntie Donna's new sitcom? Who? Richard Roxburgh as Rake. What? Yeah. As actual, they released a trailer. Yeah. When did this happen? It's not on their channel. It's on the ABC channel. Oh my god! All right, I'm going to check that out right after this. Okay. Right. When's that series coming? Early next year, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm so excited, Mason. Yeah. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah. yeah. There's another one. Uh, there's another guest appearance that uh, I, I've been told. I don't think it's in the trailer, but I'll tell you what it is afterwards. Do, do I want to know, or is it a big yeah, spoiler? No, no, you'd want to know. Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. Is it me? Yeah, you're in it. They filmed you. That's great. They filmed you. Getting my newspaper. Yes, that's right. I got one more here, Mason, from Ninja Dude 3 who says, what's the best superhero identity reveal to his slash her love interest in your opinion? My favorite is Spider-Man 2 with Toby and Kirsten. Oh. Mine is Superman 2, and there's two versions of this, but I guess the version that I like the most is the one where you see she figures out that he's Superman and he's and he's like hunched over and he's Clark Kent. I'm Clark Kent. And I'm you a see grub. him like turn I'm around. a little goblin I'm grub. A- <laughs> And he takes his glasses off and he like, hello, hello I'm his posture straight. And you see him like, yeah, that's a good one. Physically change. Yeah, yeah. That is my favorite. Oh. I like at the end of Iron Man where he just says, oh, I'm, I'm Iron Man. But it says to love interest. She was there. Pepper Potts. She was already there. knew though. She saw him caught in the Iron Man suit. Oh, yeah. But that was a reveal. In that itself. was a hell of a reveal. Let me <laughs> yeah. tell you that much. Great stuff. Uh, Mason. That's a great question. Uh, Name a superhero, James, and I'll tell you if their significant other reveal was any good. Green Goblin. No. Uh, Batman Forever. No. Um, Vicky Vale, Batman Forever. Um, what about Christian Bale being like, it's not what I do, no, but I it's who I am. No, I don't that like is that. what I do. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> uh, superhero reveal. Oh. Let's see what we got here. Mm. No, I'm getting. Um, this must be more Lois and Clark shit, right? It's also like it's less common these days considering so few. Superheroes yeah. have secret identities now. Michael Keaton was just like, I live above a back. I'm Batman. That's true. <laughs> that is true. I live here. That's where I live. Mm. Yeah. What about when um, 
the character, Mr. Secret Identity, revealed his secret identity on My Secret Identity. <laughs> Did he ever reveal I his secret know, identity? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. I don't know, man. Mm. Uh, there'd, there'd be a bunch. I I'll think about it. It'll be the first thing I say Spider-Man next Spider-Man to Zendaya. But she already knew. She already knew. She's like, I'm Spider-Man. I do love a one where they, they I do love a one where they already knew. They're like, obviously that's always good, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be significant other either. That's what this says. Oh, well. I guess. I guess in the in the strictest letter of the it's law. It's not who know. I am, but it's where I've been. That's right. That decides who I what. <laughs> love that movie. So many classics. I'm not words. feeling okay. I've been hit in the head a lot of times. <laughs> it's not who, but I what. Where I am. Where what, am I? What do you think? <laughs> anyway, Mason. What do you reckon about that? <laughs> We get the loopy. Yep. We've got to wrap up this show. It's not even late. What's going on? I don't know. It's your yeah. fault. That is true. Yeah. Folks, thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you for liking and subscribing and telling your friends about it because that's how we get new listeners or even just associates. Scream it out your window. I agree. Get in a car chase. Put it on your put it on your dashboard. Wow. Send send the video. Drive safe though, obviously. Yeah, drive safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, folks, thank you also for leaving a five star review on the podcast platform of your choice because people at some something algorithm something. People at something, correct? People at something. That's right. This is from uh, they've got two five star reviews here. We can just do it in that Mason. This is from G three O R P R who says, "Come on, those that need a review, how can you hate on uh, the homies of uh, the homie just having fun?" Great question. That's so true. You can't hate right. on, You cannot hate on the homie just yeah. having fun. This is from uh, M. Cr- uh, Gray Crow who says, "Lonesome Exa, grateful to have discovered you two four year, four plus years ago. Your your YouTube and uh, podcast got me through a lonely two years in Germany until the pandemic took my taco shop. Boo, that sucks. Love a taco. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> I couldn't have picked uh, better boys. I lost both my best friends in one year, a decade back, and just haven't been able to connect quite like it. You two gents certainly feel part of that hole. I promise I'm not this much of a bomb shelter nutrition uh, cracker, but thank you. Uh, you're welcome. And, uh, yeah, I hope you get another shop and whatever and everything's doing all right. Yeah, that sucks. Mm. Yeah. What's next, Mason? Well, what's next before we before we go anywhere? I've just got an exclusive from giantfreakingrobot.com. Probably not true. Dread 2 with Carl Urban back in development. Is it? Do you believe it? No. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, it might be, but they don't know. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, yeah. folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Band Camp. You can also go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Podcast subreddit and Discord. If you want to follow some people on social media, first you should follow our friend Rob Collings. He edits the podcast and videos and social media and all sorts of stuff. He's at Rob Collings. He's also at the Weekly Planet. You can yes. follow me, Wikipedia Brown, on Twitter and Nick Mesa on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies. Everywhere. Everywhere. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Chuck in a buck or an amount you would not miss correct, if it fell out correct, your pocket correct. and rolled it down the street into a gutter. Yeah. Uh, or you can go to bigsandwich.co, sign up for nine US dollars per month. You get bonus podcast movie commentaries, early videos, ad free podcast feed. This and week a, we did a. And a big, brilliant smile on both of our faces. Ah. Ding. We did. Uh, what's the comic we did this week again? Oh, yeah. We talked about the Cassie. There's a Cassie and Andor prequel comic. Yeah. Which is. 
Well, we talk about it, but <laughs> we, we sure talk do. about more the idea of like comics and continuity and mm. uh, and all those kinds of things if you are interested. Yeah. Very true. Uh, let's see. We've got some T-shirts on tpublic.com. You just search for The Weekly Planet. Thank you to The Brute and The Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. If you're still on your commute and you want to listen to some other stuff, once again, I was on an episode of Confessions and an episode of Do Go On. Two they're just, they're just right there. Things, they're just right there. They're just right there. They're probably linked in the episode description. Things. Thanks, Collins. Two separate things. 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 Anything else, Mason? That's the whole show, I think. Next week, Last Onion. Nice. And then another thing after that. Right. Terrific. Thanks, everybody. Grab that, Jim. You guys will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 